Hello, hello. We are live for another episode of Audio Files Anonymous. Hello. Nice to see everybody here. Nice to see everybody in the chat. Yeah, chat's already popping. It was it was live uh, like thirty minutes early. <laughs> yeah, we're one minute late, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, if we figured this one. We might as well focus hello. this on you know we a little bit more chat focused stuff. Of... Um, so we'll be interacting with you guys, you know, uh, throughout the course of the stream. Um, but we should probably kick this off with, um, yeah, uh, a quick uh, discussion of some of the big news that happened today in the like audiophile headphone reviewer world, which is kind of exciting that uh, Crin from In-Ear Fidelity got his measurement rig up and running. Yeah. And it's the same one that we have. So actually, Ooh. I should hold it up. Try not to. <laughs> it's difficult. I don't want to like take it away from its spot, but it's the same rig as this. He's got it mounted kind of like on a. He, he, his whole thing is for portability, right? So mm -hmm. he's got it set up, I think, so that he can take it to Zeppelin and Zeppelin Co. Zeppelin and something, yeah. yeah. Do, do you, you ever have friends places? come over and then like come into your room and like go, why do you have an ear on your desk? <laughs> See, I mean, that assumes that I have friends, which I think is the first mistake and also with <laughs> uh, in this time of covid uh is... <laughs> yeah no, i'm kidding i mean i go to you know to other friends houses and just go see if they have an ear on their desk just because you know that's, that's the first thing you ask when you walk through do the door nowadays you know is uh do you have do you, do you have an ear on the desk do you have an ear because <laughs> that's the like that's the barrier to entry for friendship <laughs> and may i see it <laughs> yes <laughs> where's your fake ear it's uh, Van Gogh's, um, Elric. Uh, I think that's I think that's what it's. Yeah, this one's Van Gogh's actually. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> that's the Van Gogh ear. The other one is Vander Hall. Yeah. Um. Is the topping L30 worth upgrading to from a Magni three? No, 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 no. Yeah, it's no. not like it's you know worse. It's it's probably better actually, but no. <laughs> It's the same thing, essentially. Yeah. You have an excellent entry-level amplifier that can power most headphones, like 95% of headphones. That's really all you need. Um, so I, I don't... You're, you're the, the, the gap from a... If it's better, that's the thing. If it's better, if you like it better, the gap between a Magni 3 and an yeah. L30 is next to nothing. Yeah. I think go with what looks... Your preference of look, right? Aesthetics, maybe? Possibly? Um... Yeah, that 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 could be a thing. Actually, I I think the L30 has a little more power if you give it um if you give it like a specific uh, DAC mm -hmm. source. And then it, I don't know. I need to ask Chakamel about that a little bit more. It was unclear in the Reddit post about that, but apparently it has. There's more potential power there. So, um, let's see. Uh, Eric asks, uh, got any opinions on measurement fidelity? I'm not sure what you mean by measurement fidelity. And maybe, the, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe in your like fidelity? How accurate, like maybe how accurate uh, measurements are to actual listening. Yeah, yeah, we might as well talk about that because I mean, this goes coincides with you know Crin getting his his new um, setup there from Gross. Um, so yeah, it is the same one that we're using, and one of the reasons. I mean, this he writes about this in his big, you know, article about you know the measurement rig and everything. But um, one of the reasons for this, and it, it makes a lot of sense, the, the reason why he got this one specifically, apart from the fact that this is one of the least expensive industry standard or standardized. Mm -hmm. I mean, industry standards are constantly moving target, but like, one of them, one of them more standardized targets or uh, standardized uh, rigs. Um, 
is because uh, you know the rest of us have it, and this makes it this is really awesome because it means that we have you know multiple different data points from multiple different sources for for headphones, and uh, I I think it's kind of a big deal, you know, because you know we've been doing this and we have like a lot of headphones measured, and you see it in the reviews and stuff like that, but now we have not only that we have you know we can correlate or compare the ones that we've done on this rig with the ones that Crin has done on the same rig and we're using the same methods as well. So, um, you know, I think there's people who, who might assume that we're like competing for like attention and stuff like that. But like, I don't, I don't think either of us really see it that way. Like I just see this as a good thing because it's just more data points from that same standard, which means that there's more, you know, based on that one comparable standard, there's just more information now. And that can only be a good thing, I think. Yeah, I mean, we have uh, information as the goal, right? And it's always, um, yeah. you know, a better thing to have more points of reference, especially if they're, you know, they're comparable on the same system. You know, it's always helpful. Exactly. Yeah, and and I talk to Crin like on a regular basis, and like one of the one of my goals for what what we're doing with the with the measurement database that we're setting up as well is I want them to specifically be compatible with his, because I want everybody to be able to say, okay, you know, I, you know, maybe these guys don't have the headphone that I'm looking for uh, in their database. And then they can say, okay, well, maybe this other database has it. And then that database is comparable with the other stuff that's on this database, right? And vice versa. I think that's just better for everybody. Um, Rocky Fox asked me if, he asked why I prefer, uh, what you recommend, wait. Uh, I think you could talk about some of the two vampires you've listened to and which you recommend OTL versus Transformer coupled. Um, I, well, actually, I've listened to the a lot of the transform ones you've actually heard too. Resolve um, that I that I like. Uh, so I have the K and H A one A Mark II. Uh, I actually the... haven't heard that one. I mean, I heard it like a long, long time ago with H D eight hundred, but that that's it. Gotcha. Um, then I heard the pendant. I've heard. Um, I have the bottlehead crack. I've heard the the ridiculous woo audio monoblock two amps that works out oh tyler is super quiet apparently oh i'm turn, super quiet here i'll turn turn up yourself my... up in obs yeah, yeah there we go. we'll uh, fix that how about now <laughs> sound good test 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 one two three i'm also i was messing with my mic earlier so it's i think it might be further away from me than it usually is so let me do that a little bit all right um let me know if that sounds good um as far as tube amps go i've also heard um I have the Eddie Current ZDT Junior on hand, which I still need to somehow ship out to you guys um, eventually. Uh, what else have I heard? I've heard um, then a OTL, uh, the Glenn Glenn OTL. I've heard uh, both the standard and 300B versions at ZM Festivus. I've heard the Euphoria. I've heard the Echo. Those are all at, like different demo situations. So to me, like I don't like talking about ones I've heard in demo scenarios. Um, but I think that between OTL and, and uh, the Basically, like the the um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, when you get the transformer coupled, yeah, yeah. Um, or set. Uh, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I had peanut butter, and I I feel like I'm getting peanut butter stuck in my throat. Um, 
<laughs> it's awkward. Um, but anyways, I don't I don't really have a preference between the two, to be honest with you. I like, you know, I go with what sounds good. And then on top of that, you get tubes, so you can swap them out and you can kind of focus it in on it. But uh, as far as my yeah. favorites currently that I've heard over the time frame I've heard them, um, I still have a very soft spot for my bottle head crack, even though it's not quite as nice. Um, I guess not, because I made it myself, I think. That's why I have a soft spot for it. Um, I thought you say that's why it's not as nice. <laughs> Uh, oh, it is probably that's that's probably accurate. So it's one of my first soldering uh, deals, but uh, it is decent. Like I don't have any too much noise on it or anything like that. And I've noticed that sometimes it's just the tube being noisy. Um, sure. But uh, I think that paired OTL, the bottle head crack specifically, I love with my ZMFs, but mostly I love it with my HD eight hundred. I think that's like this weird right uh, chocolate peanut butter or uh, what have you. Um, combo synergy yeah um the, the set though i think is different i, I really like the knha 1a but i think the pendant was fantastic like i love that so thing. pendant was the rectifier transformer rectifier base. transformer based yeah so i i don't know for sure but i believe i know it was a rectifier tube mm -hmm. amp i i gotta go back into my notes for that yeah, I to... <laughs> it's been long enough uh but yeah i i think uh i, I don't know enough about you know the various different tubes yeah. like you know push pull set a single ended triode yeah. uh, you know output transformer this all that stuff i don't know enough about you know the differences to be able to like have some sort of hard and fast rules for the synergy yeah. for yeah. different headphones but i do think that there are a number of pairings that would work better with an otl amp and there are a number of pairings that would work better with something like the pendant um because the pendant is not otl and mm -hmm. I think it's just a matter of like trying to do a bit of research and understanding like which pairings are better. Um, but in general, with this is something that I have noticed. You know, while they try and make it so that you know many of these tube amps are compatible with a, a wide variety of headphones, my experience has been traditionally that they're they're all best with certain dynamic driver headphones mm -hmm. like high impedance dynamic driver headphones generally yeah yeah even though you know you can run it with you know planars and whatever else because there's enough power for a lot of them um and you know some of the some really high-end ones as well are ideal for planars yeah. too euphoria comes it's, to mind to be honest. yeah yeah i'm sure there's lots of you know really good pairings with planars but um just because like i think there's and again, there's not enough information on this. I need to do more research on this to like know for sure. But there seems to be a prevailing wisdom that, you know, planars, inefficient planars specifically really benefit from high current. Mm -hmm. And um, and so you, for that, you'd look at, you know, a, a more powerful like solid state amplifier that's, you know, use a balanced output or something like that. Um, not the, not saying you need to run it balanced or anything like that, but there's a lot of amps that happen to be balanced that would be high current and you know they'd be solid state, of course. So I think those are like things to look at and consider. Like if you're if you're looking for something to go well with a dynamic driver headphone that's high impedance, like a 300 ohm Sennheiser, yeah. then a tube amp is probably a good choice. Whereas um, if you're looking at, you know, inefficient planers like an Odyssey LCD-4. Yeah, good solid state. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a safer bet. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is, right? It's like a safer bet, right? I, but I think all of those merit, you know, research yeah. and trying to figure out, like, what is the ideal synergy for it? Because that matters. All right. Um, actually, real quick, uh, I think... Um... They asked like which better the which is better the pendant versus the KN. Um, I think that's really up to you. I think that's a but that's a massive gap in price. Like it's almost yeah, it's like twice times, the price, twice right? to three yeah. times the price. Um, the yeah, another one you can look at is the Echo, uh, the Euphoria Echo. Euphoria Echo is not right. 
Felix, Felix Audio. How, how expensive is the Echo? It's like five to six hundred dollars, I think. So it's not oh, bad. Yeah, it's around gar- six to seven hundred. It's a really good deal, and it's a fantastic little little amp. Yeah, um, I, people love I, it. Yeah, yeah. I've emailed those guys and to see if you know maybe they want to, you know, have some reviews done, but I didn't get a response yet. So <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still waiting for that, and I'm hopeful that we can do a, like a review of one at some point because the Felix Audio stuff is it's been interesting for a long time and. You know, I know Ant just got his. Um, uh, he's got the not the Euphoria. He's Elise, got the Elise. Elise. Mm-hmm. and so that's that's definitely stuff I'm interested in. Um, I could always just you know steal ants and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so once I get Seattle. the T, once I get the T four, I'm gonna go meet with him. We're gonna do a comparison between oh, the cool. two. So that should be pretty fun. That's um, awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think. Hey, I, I, real quick, just want to make sure my audio is still good or not. I kind of upped it a little bit. Um, but anyways, uh, next question: the new T1. Have you, I, so I mentioned that yeah. to Taryn the other. Yeah, it's like the the version three, right? Is that what it is? T point one through one T one point three. Yeah, like that's, that's, that's Mark three. Mark three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I heard the T two, and I thought it was okay for for a bear. The T one Mark two. Yeah, thank you. T one Mark two. <laughs> Someone's going to roast the, us for that. that. I am. Yeah, they can <laughs> yeah. roast me all they want. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about those because like the, the T1, like the original T1 came out years ago and that was like the, the, the competition for the, you know, the HD 800. You had two choices. One was the HD 100. The other mm-hmm. was the T1 for like high-end headphones. Yeah. And in both cases, they were just super bright. And yeah. Like, you know, peaky in the treble. I and, find the T1s less enjoyable than the HD. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I totally agree. Um, and they are like you know like good headphones in the sense that they have good resolution and technical aspects. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but the peakiness is just it's not rough. not okay for me at least. Um, but I wanted to mention as well though that I mean somebody said it as well. Like there's a 32 ohm. Yeah. Thing. It's That's yeah. The, t- is the, new one is a, the new one is a 32 ohm, so much I, lower. I have to feel like this is just not something for the audiophile world. Like it's yeah. it's maybe for, you know, more. Uh, I, I want to say like consumer oriented people who just want to spend a lot of money, <laughs> um, because I just I don't understand why you would release that with thirty two ohms at the price tag that it's at. Studio you know use, I mean? maybe. Studio use is the other one I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. Use. Just- just uh, you know, low power monitoring without having to worry about you know something that you can take pretty much anywhere without yeah. worrying that you need you know, whack that. amplification. But, but I, I do think that there is a, a push into the the general uh, consumer market, right? And then having something that you can drive off of a iPhone dongle. Yeah, I, I I worry that this is like a little bit too traditional in like traditional in the like you walk into a store and try on some headphones mm-hmm. sense. You know that they might have best demo buy. there. Yeah, I don't know if it would be the Best Buy, whatever kind of you know. Well, there's whatever Sennheiser stores there, and I don't know, but <laughs> I think the Sennheiser HD series is in Best Buys, I think, in their little yeah. magnolia shop. Only the only the HD six sixty, I believe. I've seen it. Okay. I've seen recently. But there's a lot of you know like brick and mortar audio shops, not in spe- specifically like headphone shops. There are that too, but I mean like you walk into a audio video shop that exists, right? Like there's there's lots of those and. Mm. You know, there's they're bound to have a lot of headphones on display. 
And you know, this is something for people who don't need, don't ever want to think about an amp and a DAC and yeah. that kind of stuff. Which, which is fair. That's fine, right? I, you know, the, the industry is going in that direction. Mm-hmm. But I do think you sacrifice, uh, you know, certain things when you when you make it super efficient like that. That um, makes sense. Yeah. So know, like, to... I feel like I feel like there's an inverse there because like, well, the sound quality matter. If they were already looking for something that's particularly efficient, that they really care solely on the sound quality to begin with if one of their priorities was efficiency right but but i'm I'm just saying as far as the headphones design is concerned like what do you have to do to make it more uh efficient and that usually is somewhere in the voice coil um and that makes me think like i don't want to say it's a bad strategy right because i think it's actually going to work out for them by doing this right they can make they can make it more available in more places and more accessible which is i mean that's you know if you zoom out enough that's just effective i think regardless but for for this specific like audience like the audiophile types who already have their amps and whatnot i just it 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 just leaves me with a whole bunch of question marks yeah and then there is something you said too real quick that last rhino mentioned the odyssey new releases are all 20 ohmish but that's also like planars too can tend Uh, to be lower but then they require more power. So like, but these ones, like the recent one, I mean, I think the Penrose. Uh, he's talking about the Penrose, maybe. Maybe he's talking well, or and also the LCD one and the LCD X. Those, those are, are all designed yeah. for portable use, though. Yeah. So that's. But I think I think this is this is like that that and the LCD X is also for meant for studio use and creators and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So and the XC back there, which is glorious. <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. Like, I noticed you put a light to it, so it glows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that, that, was really, that was really nice. That that's just my little um, <laughs> aperture what, light. Amaranth, yeah. <laughs> I need more of them because there's clearly more headphones to light up. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah exactly. Anybody, oh, but... I love that that shroud that's on it. That's sick. Yeah, the aperture MC <laughs> things. It has magnets yeah. too, so you can. Uh... Yeah. No, is this magnetic? This isn't magnetic. Just connect it to case. some Odyssey planar magnetic yeah. headphones. Just like... <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I wouldn't do that. I would not. That's not. <laughs> no, not advisable. I'm not worried about the dynamic yeah. piece of it. But yeah, Chrono, I, I get what you're saying, and I, I, I do agree. It's, it's just something that Sankar mentioned when we were at Kenjem talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, like people in this room, like at the show, care about this stuff. You know, like are, there's." That, you know, we, we'd have question marks about like, why are are you trying to make things more efficient? But the rest of the world is like, what is an app? <laughs> look at Focal stuff. I mean, most of the Focal stuff, aside, I don't, I don't know about the Utopia, but like the Clear is yeah. dumb efficient. So is the Elysia. Yeah, Clear, Elysia. Yeah. A lot of the Focals are really efficient. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they do, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about those necessarily because I think they're also trying to, that's the, that's the question, right? Like if there's, if there's no trade-off, as far as like what you could do if you just said, okay, screw it, we're gonna leave it at three hundred ohms. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, you know, if there's no trade-off, then I don't see a problem with it. But I wonder if you could wonder what a three hundred ohm Utopia would be. Right. That's what I. That's what I want them to try and be like. Okay. Like what? What, what, yeah. what is? What, what do we get here? Mean? What happens? <laughs> It'd be or nice like... to get some clarification as to whether they do it for the sake of efficiency or just because they didn't find any. Big yeah, this is what I was. I I actually asked uh, Megan during the and live it, stream, but yeah, but it kept was... cutting out. So I need to do need a follow them up back send an email and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I guess there's a thing you know we have. We always think, oh, but you know the higher own stuff, you know the scaling. What am I missing out on here if it's a lower efficient, the you know a higher efficiency? It's yeah. interesting. I mean, because I will say, like when you, well, 
I guess the only way to really do it, like the 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 bear stuff, you can do it with because they have the same ones with different. Well, that's what that's why this was interesting to me, right? Yeah. You could, in theory, do a comparison using the bear stuff, and so far it seems like the, the high, high impedance is stuff is better when you power it correctly, right? Yeah. So that's that's always that. I mean, again, that's why I think there there there's likely to be a trade off, but we don't know for sure because we haven't tried, we haven't compared it. So. It also be interesting, like maybe the full cal stuff because their their drivers are so efficient anyways that it's they don't need to worry about higher ohm. Maybe I don't, I'm, well, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm no engineer. I'm just yeah. Guessing. But I do think I I do think there is probably a, a trade off there as well. I think uh, you know both in terms of uh, like. Uh, weight and whatever other parameters are required mm -hmm. for you know that what they call the mobile assembly or the mobile mass and mm -hmm. I'm sure they're trying to you know get it to be what's optimal for for everything and then they um, yeah and then they end up with a lower impedance headphone but at the same time I, I look at that and go the clear is really low impedance like what would happen if even if you just doubled it <laughs> and like does that give you more space and more parameters for like what's possible with the rest of the driver I don't know yeah It'd be interesting to see. Uh, it would definitely be interesting. Yosibum asks, why don't you yeah. review cheaper headphones? Um, I think, you, I mean, I don't, I'm not like the reviewer guy, so it's you guys, but I know Chrono's been done in a bunch of them and you've done a bunch of, it's just more recently we just had, yeah, I think it's just with Access, right? Like, and you just did the XM4 review too, just recently. I, I don't know if that counts as cheaper. That's like oh, 400. And you did the 600 series too. Yeah, I did know. the 600. Uh, that's $300. 650 with... is 220 bucks with the HD6XX. Uh, yeah, and the 600 you can find pretty easily 300 bucks. Define cheaper headphones. How about that? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that the 600 or 650 are cheap. Don't get me wrong. I'm just yeah. saying that they're less expensive than you know the, the you know a clear ones. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think efficiency, sorry, just getting back to the efficiency mm -hmm. thing. I don't think efficiency is like the same across the board for dynamic driver and planars. Yeah. Because you have. It's not the same. You have stuff like the LCD. I mean, maybe at the high end, but like you have stuff like the LCD X and XC that are super efficient. Or actually, and even in the high end, like the HE1000SE is ridiculously efficient. That's like. My phone has too much power for that. No, I'm, not, I'm kidding. It doesn't even have a headphone jack. But you know, you get, you get what I'm saying. Like it's just so ridiculously efficient that you can run it off of anything, and it makes it so that on some amps you do get some noise floor because it's too efficient. Mm. So, and the detail on that is is ridiculous. So, yeah, I don't think it's the same across the board. The um, only thing I can say that I was honestly impressed <laughs> when I did hear the HC 600 and 650 on the phone. Yeah. How this... much? Like how much? <laughs> uh, it's like there. I mean, the thing is, right, nothing else really improved aside from clarity, but the clarity did improve, at least yeah. in my experience, with this amp. Now, I know that there's, I've heard that there's a couple different amps that, you know, work better with the uh, bass response of the 600 series as well as the soundstage, but at least for this one, it was like the clarity, and I was like, wow, that's actually yeah. really impressive. The, the scaling is real, man, and uh, yeah, that's why I want all headphones to be at least 300 ohms. That's true, like, that way you get, the potential for it to scale is a lot higher. Yeah. That's why Tyler loves the ZMF. And it Not scales Charlie. as well. It yeah. does scale very well. Um, I also love ZMF. So there's someone asked, like, what headphones have the most soul? Well, you know my answer to that one. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, the uh, Campfire Audio Cascade. Exactly. You know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Audio <laughs> Quest Night Owl. I think it's behind is, me there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a very personal thing, too. I mean, I, what is soul? I don't know. Yeah, what is soul? I'm way on top of that. Like, what I think it's more of what speaks to the individual person, too, right? Like, so, yeah, what, well, yeah, but I mean, it's like, what soul? What gets you grooving? Exactly. Right? It's, 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 soul what, is, what, 
All right, Soul is a ham hock in your cornflakes. Um, it's the ring around your bathtub. Somebody will get that right. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, let's see. Guys, which, which which headphone has given you the most soul for for your in your experience? My, which one has got you like you know, you're grooving? Okay, we're we're gonna do the guessing game oh, again. Guessing okay. game again. All right. Guess. So let's let's start by guessing Tyler's because <laughs> you think most I'm the easy soul. one. Yeah. Is he in my birthday clothes? <laughs> I'm gonna say Aeolus. Those are both good. Good. Uh, I would say that yes, the Aeolus should probably be my my choice as far as the most soul, just because it's the most uh, uh, accessible and also the one mm. that kind of gets the most people, and it has it does have a little more. It has more warmth and more. Um, I don't want to say engagement, but I guess engagement's a good word for it. So is the soul warm? It's not cold. Yeah. <laughs> Bayer Dynamic DT 1990. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an evil spirit. Not yeah. a good soul. <laughs> that one. That one came out of a well, all wet and angry. <laughs> yeah. Let's but see. that'll also it'll it'll you know it, it reveals a little bit like what you consider soul to be <laughs> yeah i mean i want something that, that, that grabs me pulls me in i want like that that um lusty uh jazz singer or like you know what i mean i want something that's like you know gives you some pulls you some in soul yeah some, give me some soul give me some like uh okay yeah um yeah anyways i think engagement i think soul is engagement for me and also the yeah, experience okay. of the, like exp the experience of actually even holding the headphones like like these are handcrafted i mean you have some on your head too uh yeah but like it, it, it there's a passion behind it right like you can feel look the at the verite gang it. going right now yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'm uh, i'm wearing an ether 1.1 1 .1, so you could have just said you were wearing a verite you could have no everybody would have believed it but no it's an ether flow 1.1 1 .1 that you know what i, I actually like <laughs> yeah actually there's i did a, a head of the phone thingy the other day on the different channel and uh and actually this kind of speaks to it because i was thinking about that i i was i put on my verite clothes and i put these on and i i think my comment was it was like coming home like right like mm. it was like it was like that like i felt like oh this is right and that would be i guess more that take right it's funny you mentioned that because when i was reviewing the diana Phi. I put the head head to the phone on afterwards, and and I had that same experience. I was like, "Oh, this is my normal." Yeah, that's my normal. Yeah, like yeah, like that's. But the just thing. just for the trouble, I meant just okay. just for the trouble. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, let's. I think we could we could let's save let's save Chrono for last because he. I think that'll be a, that'll be a hard one. I think. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, you wouldn't believe what it is. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. So for. Most soul. That's tough. I. I want to say because you've heard it. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Susvara. I mean that that is my favorite headphone. Yeah, but... it's either Susvara, <laughs> but I, I know what the other one is. No, you, you guys, you guys won't get it. Okay, no, okay. I'm pretty sure. Chrono, I, I guess Susvara. Your turn. LCDXC is my guess. Oh, oh that I, that is a really good. It's right, my I can, face I can, too. I can, I can see him just there. It's so good. Headbang wall. This is so good. Grooving out. Um, no, uh, it's it's the high hard jazz. It's the Hi-Fi Man HE five hundred. HE five hundred, because that has this nostalgia flavor for me. That um, and it's still like if you like have if I were to have a, a, a Hi-Fi Man HE five hundred here, it would compete with many planars that are out today. The only downside is that it's heavy and that it's a little bit like a little aggressive. 
<laughs> but you know, at the time, that was like, whoa, what's going on here? And the timbre is not that great. Like it's sort of this dry kind of sound. But it it has that nostalgia thing for me, where you know, especially like when I first heard that sort of planar kind of tension and separation in the mids. And that then made me go, oh, this is why, like, I love this quality. And then when I, you know, after hearing that, I was like, oh, now I'm, I'm now I'm addicted to this, and I got to find other headphones that have this quality as well. And it happens to be just, you know, a, a characteristic that's often found in planars. Not all the time, but in in many planars, uh, I hear it. I hear it in the XC as well, and it's that sort of speed that you get from it. That that would, would you like I'm to a, call the it plucked? Yeah, plucked character. <laughs> I, yeah, that makes fun we of me. We had a, a discussion the other day. <laughs> it was interesting. We were talking, um, it was a private call with Russell and I were like, which instruments do we think sound better on dynamic or planar? Because I was like, mm. well, for me, it makes sense that things like electric guitars or instruments that are recorded mm. from a cabinet that already has something that is reminiscent right, right. of a dynamic driver, yeah. mm -hmm. that it would sound more natural in a dynamic driver. But something like acoustic instruments, which, you know, they're, they do have naturally a bit of a, a pluck quality because they have that sort of a that's what you're doing, low yeah. and bloom and then that upper end tightness. That sounds, mm -hmm. I think, better on a plane art. Like if I think what an acoustic guitar sounds like, it has more of that immediacy. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I will say, though, I definitely prefer listening to like more aggressive music, like heavy metal music and stuff like that on planars, just because of how controlled they are in, in the lower frequencies during busy mm -hmm. passages. And that separation quality that you get, um, I really like that. And whereas I, I often find like like you know the, the, like for example the ZMF Verite, um, if I'm listening to jazz music, I, obviously I you know EQ and stuff like that. But like if I'm listening to jazz music, like there's something about these drivers that just make it sort of come to life mm -hmm. in, in a really unique way as well. So I don't I don't know if I would put myself like saying you know categorically dynamic driver versus planar for. You know, any one genre. yeah any one thing but I, I do happen to prefer um for for metal specifically i prefer um planars but that's just that's just me i, I prefer a giant 18 inch woofer and i just put my head right in it <laughs> it's like it's like off camera but it's true I mean, it's, right yeah, there. it's like those um have you seen those videos of like people driving cars that have massive subwoofers in them that like shake people's hair like make it fly off like yeah. just stick your head in one of those so i, yeah, I have I, you seen those people who stick a drum kit on a on a, on a motorbike Oh yeah. no! Just what? play while they're driving on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, uh, right. Okay, we gotta we gotta Chrono. guess. Chrono. Yeah, that's, that's... I'm I'm gonna guess HD 600. Ooh. Or okay, no, I'll 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 stick with HD 600. I'll let Tyler guess. HD 800. <laughs> that does have the most soul. <laughs> it, or it would have. It's haunting him right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that spirit is flying somewhere out here in the house. Yeah. Just creeping there because I kill the cable. But no, actually, Andrew is correct. It is indeed the HD 600. I mean, we started with soul, but then we, we ended up going with this theme of kind of like headphone you come home to and you just enjoy it. It's just mm -hmm. That's kind of soul, something, though, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it does have soul. You know, it does have a, the warmth and the bass, and, but, and it has like a, those very uh, rich vocals. I don't know. I just love the presentation. It just feels, it's, it's strangely soft, but feels very accurate, natural, and just... Uh, I don't know. It does everything I wanted to, I, and that's why I daily drive it. <laughs> honestly, I really like. I did a comparison with the HD six hundred too on that same video, and and like, it's amazing how good that is. But at the same time, it's it's also it out. It rapidly gets outclassed, if that makes yeah. sense. 
by other headphones. Yeah, yeah Chrono mentioned that. it in the in the video in yeah. the review as well. It was like yeah, it's, it's, it scales, it's a, but it's, there is definitively a line that is not yeah. crossed. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, in my experience, again, only from the fonditor, like the clarity of each like different individual tracks and passages like skyrocketed significantly when listening to the fonditor. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'd say it was close. Uh, somewhere between the LCD2 and clear, which I yeah. think is pretty impressive for scanning. However, you go to those other headphones and you suddenly like, well, now I see that I was missing mm-hmm. the instrument separation dynamics, yeah. soundstage, everything soundstage. else. Yeah, and that's what I was doing. I was doing an AB with it. I was like unplugging it. I mean, it was biased as all hell, and there's no scientific <laughs> fact. It was my personal experience and opinion, but I was that's why I was, I was swapping on the monitor with it. So, yeah. yeah, you know, even though it's missing those things of the higher end headphones, I still love them. That's yeah, they're yeah, fantastic. I want to use that too. So to give credit somewhere, Last Rhino was really happy with that <laughs> statement. But uh, <laughs> he just um, ran out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we finally acknowledged his his uh, yeah um, his headphone setup. But um, I-, I wanted to mention as well, though, if you take a Sundara and you plug that into a Fonitor, it doesn't mm-hmm. get anywhere the same scaling as the hd 600 and mm-hmm. 650 in those right so yes i think the sandara is better like it's an upgrade over the hd 6xx for example right it's 350 bucks a little more expensive than the hd 6xx but like i think it's just categorically better and then when you put the hd 6xx on really expensive gear it's you know i think the mm-hmm. hd 6xx gets better where the sandara doesn't so that's that's the interesting thing about that but what I suspect is that there's that limit stops mattering once again when you get around the LCD two level or the Focal Clear level, mm-hmm. where suddenly you can just buy different headphones. Yes, buy different headphones. Real quick, someone actually mentioned this too. I wanted to. There's two things I want to jump on. Uh, Porter Pros with Yaxi pads are something I keep in my backpack at all time. Like it's an everyday carry for me because I get, it runs on everything, and they are. They have that same reminiscent sound to the HD 600s and the even all the way up to the LS. And when I say reminiscent, I'm saying like the similar sound profile, not the, the technicalities, not the <laughs> capabilities, the total, like, balance, the the total, total balance. balance. And like, yeah. Um, and so I think those are fantastic. And then they're comfortable as I'll get out. And I'm not worried about breaking them because they cost next to nothing. And it, they're just, yeah, like those are another fun one. And real quick, someone asked, and there'd be another fun guessing game for us is the headphone that we think has no soul. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great, I love these questions. These are good. Keep them coming. So <laughs> that's a tough one. I'm, str- I'm, I'm struggling to think which one I think has no soul. Yeah, no soul. Um, yeah. So, uh, who wants to who wants to be guest upon? I have a controversial first? pick, but I, I'm, I'm trying to think of one. I'm still like trying to like. If come it's up soul with. base, is soul base? Yeah, like you know, <laughs> it's a direct correlation. It's, it's soul base. Between, yeah, no, soul no, and soul base, base is not. No, soul is like what something that has character that has like a, uh, a, a its own persona. It's got its 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 own flavor. In my opinion, like it's something that, and then on top of that, something that you can jive with or that you can. Should we say yeah. the the least soul? Is the does it correlate with least enjoyable then? Probably, I would think. Well, no, I don't. I, I think there's still something you can listen to that's and enjoyable. Oh, that's fair. And yeah. and lacks you know unique character. Lacks engagement um, kind of thing. But yeah, then especially you say, if you're you could say that then it's an impressive headphone, but not a particularly enjoyable one. Yeah. Okay. And that's very. This is you, very subjective. You see what this I mean? Does that make sense? Or... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind this is all subjective. Yeah. 
Uh, whew, that's this is tough. I, I mean, I don't obviously I don't. Have Do we have to be limited to like a certain price range? Yeah, like, I think at just, least a, I say just any across the board. Across okay, the board. I have, I have say, my answer. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's going to agree with it. <laughs> uh, are we just? I mean, this is a tough one to guess. You're not okay. really going to guess this, right? So this would just be a straight up. Just we just say what it is. Sure. All right. I think you since you have it already, I'm, I'm gonna let you. We'll let you go, and then we'll okay. let Chrono because I'm still kind of like trying to think of something yeah. that's. Okay, so no so my answer for the headphone that has no soul, or the least amount of soul, is the HE400i from Hi-Fi Man, or the HE4XX, like that mm -hmm. series. The Now, they are good, like, good. for mm -hmm. the price, and they are technically very capable for the price, and they have a good frequency response, but they don't have any, any character or soul. They're just, like, yeah, I guess they're just... Uh, I want to say somewhat on the boring side mm -hmm. and not boring in a bad way, just on the, like, it doesn't do anything that makes me go, that makes me really engaged, you know, with the music. Um, so it's a little bit controversial because I, I really like Hi-Fi Men's sound signatures and that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I think that those ones, they're just, they don't have much for dynamics and yeah, they don't have much for soul. <laughs> I was going to say the Hi-Fi Man Ananda, but then the soundstage on its own is something that does give you a certain amount of engagement. Um, and, then, and then I'm also just correlating like soul with dynamics, which is not really fair either. <laughs> yeah. And so, so now is it dynamics and the bass, and therefore soul comes back to the bass? And when you, it's, you, could you EQ soul into it? <laughs> you EQ soul, <laughs> you EQ soul into your head. Um, yeah. Well, there's times where I don't like too much soul, as was the case of the Aeon 2. So I'm going to say that the Aeon 2 is the most soulless headphone that I've listened to. Oh, but it's but it's, oh, but it's red. it's red. Yeah, it's red, but it's angry because it has no soul. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know what it is, man. It's a, it's a, it's a murky spirit, that is. Yeah. I, I love the Aeon 2 closed, but the open, man, I'm sorry. It's just uh, no soul for me. I couldn't vibe with it. See, uh, okay, Chris. Yeah. Chris says the HD four hundred I blew my mind. It, the sound was huge compared to the, to the HD six fifty. So I would say the HD six fifty has more soul, yeah, than the four hundred I. But the four hundred I has a much better soundstage, right? There's yeah. things that the four hundred I does really well. Like, don't get me wrong. I just think for that one thing that we're calling soul, which is like character, whatever we define character, I think mm -hmm. it it lacks that. Uh, for me, there's two. I have a con really controversial one. And it's very personally con like I don't. I don't think this is this would go with everybody else. But I'm gonna go with the one that I'm the the one that I I think is the one. Then I'll say my controversial possible pick, um, mostly based on your boring statement. But uh, <laughs> the uh, mine is LCDX. Oh wow! Oh no! Yeah, I did that's not, wow. I did that... not like that one. That was not my jam. Like, <laughs> well, but which which version did you hear? Was it the... uh, this older one? I think because that could be also, better. Also, did you listen to it with Reveal Plus? Because like without Reveal Plus, it's gonna be weird. I don't use that stuff, man. I did listen to it, and it did sound a lot better with Reveal Plus. But that being said, I usually try to evaluate without EQ, and that's um, in my yeah. experience with it, it. It did fantastic things, right? Like, and it did a lot of stuff. But for me personally, as far as like a thing that I would want to put on my head and listen to music with. It just mm. it, it wasn't the thing I remember that. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember you compared it with the Ether Two. I had a hell of a time. Yeah, and I loved the Ether Two. The Ether <laughs> yeah, Two, yeah, yeah, like that. was it, uh, that specific one? Then I think that one ended up not even working in the long run. Ether Two did. Uh, oh, that was the one that got sent to me. Yeah. No, it, it actually it wasn't. There was nothing. It wasn't broken. I, it oh, was yeah. just. I thought that there was something wrong with it because of the way it fit on me, it caused that crinkle, crinkle. issue so oh. significantly. Yeah, but That's it wasn't. Like the there was nothing actually wrong with it. Yeah. Okay. It was just me, like it, it not fitting my like the <laughs> contours of my face. Gotcha. Because <laughs> I thought the ether that one was fantastic at the time. Because I think it was also because it was so light, and then it was so that one was very warm. That was a very warm headphone. Yeah, it's um, like it's like flat, 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 and then just like gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everything and, else was dead flat, and then suddenly like no upper mids and like yeah yeah maybe i don't know 4K it was just a bassy up. i mean it was just like a it, it had that just sit back relax kind of sound um yeah. whereas yeah anyway there's a was it kind of like an odyssey then uh no um no Mm-mm. no because he was comparing it with an odyssey <laughs> yeah but yeah you're right but then then again the lcdx is like this really bright odyssey compared to mm-hmm. the other one yeah, yeah. I, the ether 2 didn't that have the, the craziness problem. up top like like up above like 11k hertz that some of the odysseys do um uh, yeah so but it also had like because uh, they sent me another one because i was like well this is this is maybe broken i don't know what's going on and they sent me another one <laughs> and and like and and it had the same issue but it had a totally different tuning so i was like but i don't know what's going with, on there. that's that's the other problem Dan, or what's he called now it's dc yeah dc so that, that there's this I'm not, I don't. Not, it's controversy, so I'm not going to really talk about it too much. But there is a variance. It seems like. Well, actually, I I've realized the reason. Well, I, I mentioned it to you guys, yeah. but like the the reason yeah, why there's so much variance in in headphones for for unit variation, not all the time, but in many cases, the reasons for it is the pads and the material that's used for the pads and the pad design. And usually, the thicker the pads, the more potential there is for unit variation and variance mm. because this is such an important parameter for the sound that um, the the more this factors into the overall tuning, um, the the more potential variation there can be. And uh, <laughs> I noticed this. The reason I discovered this because is because I was doing some uh, I was doing measurements in EQ with um, the different pads for the Verite. And to try and see if I could, the goal was to try and make it so that I could EQ all the different pads to the same tuning and then evaluate the Verite um, and see what other, you know, qualities of the pads were coming through, like soundstage or detail or speed or dynamics, you know, was there a difference for the pads, you know, beyond just the tuning changes? And, um, And I did find that there were some differences, but then I also noticed, I was like, holy smokes, there's so much potential variation going on as a result of these as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's the case for the Odysseys as well. And that's the, probably the case for DCA because the pads there are really, really thick. thick. And then, yeah. And then also like, if you, if you look at those pads specifically, they're kind of like, I I, I want to say like they're extra cushiony. Yeah. <laughs> so like the distance that it would be to like anything depending you're on the clamp on. force and the yeah 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 factor crazily on that yeah it, it, exactly yeah, yeah yeah and then on the aeons as well like for some people to kind of fold over a little bit and like the position's a little different so yeah. there's so much variability going on there that it I think it accounts for a lot of the unit variation that you see yeah real quick um soul they're t- uh, kind of going back into the soul topic so we were talking soul purely based on like. Um, I, I think from my perspective, it was more of like a thing that 
that would grab me and pull me in. And like, that's my perspective on soul for a headphone. Um, I do agree with Martin that the soul is in the music, but then these, like the headphones have soul in the sense of like how they engage you or how you, you want to listen to them and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Because if, if you have something that's perfectly transparent, like, again, that's a stupid word, but transparent in the sense of like, it, you're not like, it, we don't have anything like that, but imagine there was a headphone that was like, that just had you listen to the music, yeah. you know, then in theory, that headphone would be soulless. Yeah. But that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Correct. <laughs> uh, so actually, I, I uh, my controversial thing uh, for soulless was the Utopia. Oh, interesting. Because I found that just, it, it, was, it was super engaging and all that kind of fun stuff. And it was comfortable and it was a beautiful headphone. I just found it boring. I just but maybe it's it, maybe it's in in the sense of it doesn't do anything of flavor. Yeah, well, well, there's, the, the, there's the, no the, flavor. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, it, it has a. It's well, yeah. It's probably the least flavored of a lot of them. Uh, but it's it's definitely. I don't know, it just does so much. Like I guess it's just good across the board that it's tough yeah. outside of say, staging. I, uh, but like, I, I get what you mean though. But that that kind of goes to what we we're just saying. How mm -hmm. like if you just wanted something that. You weren't listening to the headphone. You're only listening to the music. Yeah, you, you know, something like that would potentially be, you know, the right thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are looking for that for good reason. Yeah. Um, uh, so I do think the SR1A, real quick, Tom. I think it does have its own little unique soul, but it's it's more in line with the Utopia in that regard too, though, in in that it's not um, super solely. <laughs> and and we we definitely like it's worth it's worth like pointing uh, criticisms made the wrong word but like it's worth being critical in a sense of the idea that you know we're just listening to gear and not that not the music right mm -hmm. we're just you know we're trying to find soul in headphones and then saying that's a good thing because that means that it's imparting something to the music that wouldn't otherwise be there maybe that's not ideal right but I tend to think that you know a lot of the time you can find. Uh, you can find something to love about both. You can find something to love about the way a certain headphone makes your mm -hmm. music sound. And I think that's, and that's that you know, because they're a factor, right? Like, yeah. And, and they're, and everything to do from like technical performance mm -hmm. to frequency response and all that stuff. But, but still like, um, I, I don't think that it's mutually exclusive. Like, I think you can like the way that something, you know, the, the way something makes your music sound, um, you know, not just your music. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's some headphones out there with like defining qualities like warmth in the bass and the mid bass, or things like, for example, these HC650, which have yeah. a slightly boosted 300 hertz, which adds a what's it called? What do they call it? Uh, enhanced tonal richness sort of feeling to it. Mm, body. Body. <laughs> I, I mean, like body too. I mean, yeah, that's where, where body comes from in the FR. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where we're going to put soul. Um, Let's see. Rubber Soul, man. Rubber Soul. <laughs> That's an okay album. No, it's my favorite Beatles album. Um, which What ZMF pads are the best overall? Are That's the Verite pads good for other headphones? Yeah, some of them. So I actually, it's interesting because I don't actually have all the pads. I only have like four of them, five of them. Um, four of them, I think. And... Uh, but of the ones that I have, the ones that I like the most, e like even after EQ, it is still the BE2 suede's. Um, I'm rocking the BE2 hybrids right now. Yeah, see, I don't, I haven't tried those yet. Um, those look pretty darn cool as well. The pad, this part, you already mentioned, yeah, it's super thick. The pad here, oh really? Is very thick. Because okay, this is the interesting thing though. I with the universe 
leather, which mm-hmm. is this one here, universe perf leather. Um, the 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 inner part is really thin. thin yeah. And what I wonder is like how like I wonder how much that affects like things like detail and whatnot because like ideally you want this to be as thin as possible, right? Yeah, and I know that because uh, speaking of that, the ve twos, I know that um, uh, they're pretty thick. Valentine too, Luke has a set for his his modded. Yeah, these Mods are he did. right here. And so he actually cut the, the thick pad part out and did his own. Yeah. And then I think Rody did something similar, but I'm not positive. I'd be interested to to try that because like I, I think there's a number of parameters that happen with the pads apart from the materials that are going on. Um it is like I think this does make a difference, this middle section, probably. But then also how thick the pad is and the distance to the ear, because that'll affect, you know, like the distance to the driver. It's likely to affect things like soundstage and mm-hmm. whatnot. So I still have to try it with the um yeah, like I wanted the I wanted the universe pads to be the best ones with EQ, but I couldn't get this to be quite as good as the BE2s. And then um I, I still have to try the universe oh. perforated suede's with EQ as well, which I have here somewhere. I just haven't built the EQ profile for it yet. So I, don't, I can't really compare all of them yet, <laughs> but some of them <laughs> I've got oh. done. Uh, weirdly, the worst ones after EQ were the original Veritas. Huh. Original Veritas. Uh, I like the universe. Oh. I like the universe perfs is my favorite. With specifically oh, the Veritas opens. These ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, oh, yeah, universe perfs. So, that, so they would have been my pick if not for some of the weirdness that I found after measuring them. Yeah. <laughs> with, uh, with, uh, I found actually that because of, because of the pads, only the pads, there was a bit of channel imbalance there mm-hmm. um, because the, it goes away completely when you use it with these other pads. So I think it's just, it just happens to be these ones. Hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, the hardest that. to EQ was the, was the default flat pad, but th- the I, mean, I don't pads. mind. The, yeah. I don't mind the way this sounds. This was actually my, my favorite original originally without EQ. Um, so I think that's fine. But when I was trying to EQ it, I found this a real challenge. I had like 20 filters or something ridiculous, and I still couldn't get it to match the target that I wanted it to. 20 filters? So, okay, I'm exaggerating. But like I had a lot of filters, and it just didn't, I couldn't get it, you know. To, I also think the universe right. perf, like uh, Rody's saying, the universe perf, uh, universe perf hybrid. Oh, so I like the universe perf, perforated uh, um, suede a lot. I okay. do have, you know, I do have, I have the universe non-perforated hybrids for my Veritas closed. And I wasn't the, they were, they didn't really fit my preference though, but I need to go back I'd and have, try them again. I'd have to ask Zach about the like specific parameters that he's using for pad tuning. Because again, the, the universe, same thing with the leather universe perf, uh, this also is really thin. The middle material is really thin on the then, suede perfs as well. And I wonder if that's that's a way of like, you know, you can balance out the sound a little bit by doing this. You know, you maybe use a thicker pad, but then you compensate by making the material in the middle thinner. Yeah, because see, they, on the Autour pads too, like the material is like ridiculously thin. It's like almost... It's yeah. Just, so, so I just I wonder what the this decision making process is for that. I should I should ask him about that. Like, you know, when when to use the thin material on the inside, when to use the thicker material, and what that difference actually makes. ZMF stream number three. Yes, please. <laughs> I think uh, I, I, <laughs> he is down to do it. I've been chatting with him about it, and then once they once they get moved into their new headquarters, he said he'd be down to be more op- or be more open Sweet. to doing that. So. Sweet, that'd be awesome, Zach. If you're watching, let's do another stream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, he would fit well in Audiophiles Anonymous. I think he's yeah, yeah, uh, dude, he's sufficiently show. an audiophile. <laughs> More than us, even. Yeah. Um, uh, he, yeah, he, I was also joking. We, want, we might do a hobbyist show with him where we, we talk about just coffee. Just do a whole show just about coffee. Uh, <laughs> coffee and headphones. I like that. Well, no Glorious. headphones. Just all coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would work out, though. Um, <laughs> You could try to talk about all the different coffee blends and, and yeah. you know, the different, uh, the different, uh, all the different, what's it really called? Uh, there's like the, the coffee belts where different yeah. coffee regions yep, have their yep. own distinct different flavors. flavors and stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let... Go ahead. Oh, here we are. I see. I just, sorry, I'm just reading the chat again. Uh, if I had to include the Odyssey LCD XC and Dan Clark Ether closed, how would those fit with a focus and I assume focus on soundstage. If I wanted to go close back, hmm, interesting. I hadn't thought about soundstage because that they're not. Neither of them are that great for soundstage. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you right now, the LCD XC is more detailed. Yeah, like it's a lot more it like, has, and it's it, more dynamic, more punchy. Like the Ether, actually, I like the Ether close. I thought it was okay. Like the the one point one or whatever. It's the one Chrono has right now. No, I have um, the open. I have the flow. Oh, you have the open. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, I had the closed, and I I thought it was fine. I, I liked it, but but um, yeah. Uh, I the the XC is is on another level for detail. Um, n- now it depends which XC it is that you're talking about because the old ones apparently were like ridiculously tuned. Like the tuning was not that great on the old ones, and since I want to say like after 2016, they like did a a big retune on them. I, I wish Metal Five Seven One were in the chat and could like fill me in on this. But apparently, they did a, a big retune after mm-hmm. 2016, and then they ended up with this one here and the newer ones. And the newer ones are far better. Um, so all Odyssey, all Odyssey headphones had a, a driver revision in 2016. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, um, I would go if you're gonna get the so Evan Evanindra Singh, Mr. Singh. Uh, if you're gonna go Aria clear and then for open and then LCD XC as a closed, uh, and LCD XC is your main one, I would actually go with the clear over the Aria. I would agree. Well, actually, no, because it depends. If you're really keying on a soundstage, Aria uh-huh. is like the best thing you could get. And then, yeah. but, but, or or yeah, or, or HD800s as well. Exactly. Yeah, if you want to, yeah. But um, it, the biggest consideration I think between the Ether closed and the lcd xc is weight and comfort because the uh, ether closed is a lot lighter light. actually this is interesting though the ether closed has a lot more clamp force <laughs> um and like to me it was so much i've got a large head big head crowd uh <laughs> chrono knows uh and the clamp force was just too much for me like i couldn't wear it for more than a couple hours even though it wasn't heavy it was light you know and the LCD XC, as much as it's it's like 700 grams, something ridiculous, it might even be more than that. Um, I actually was able to get through a full day uh, wearing the XXC. So uh, I think you know if you have an like a more normal sized head than mine, the weight <laughs> uh, it benefits to the closed ether ether closed is uh, something to consider. Dude, it's uh, storming hard outside. Oh uh-oh. my god. It's sunny here. <laughs> Original question was: I wonder if I should unplug the phone. Or... <laughs> is it getting warm? No, it's Lightning. just that you open the phone and you get this intro sheet. It's all these. It's not really a how to set up guide. It's all these ridiculous warning about how you will die if you open it. It'll burn up for yeah. if you don't plug in headphones correctly. 
It'll shock you to death. Everything, every everything will shock you. A lot of power in that thing, man. A lot of power. Yeah, it will shock everything. It'll <laughs> shock itself. It'll shock you. It's just like, oh man, it's a whole lot of shock. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the Bayer Dynamic T5P second gen? T5P. So not the third gen. T5P second gen is interesting to me because okay. again, close back, right? So mm -hmm. like. You know, we're already in limited company. There's not that much for closebacks out there, so yeah. for high end closebacks. So I think it did. I one. think it did good for that. And then that factor, I thought it was fine. I listened to the, uh, I think it was an Estelle and oh no, which one am I thinking of? The Estelle and Kearns version. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the yes, I've seen that one. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I thought it was great for what it was. Um, but it's essentially just the T. I think it was just that that was literally just a bare dynamics T5. When that was, a, yeah, it was a T5. I think it was T5. T5 closed. T. Yeah, I think it's called. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's see. LCD XC not an option, too heavy. Uh, yeah, it's it's a very it's a very heavy headphone. I'm actually working on trying to figure out a way to to make it lighter. I this is funny. I weighed the two cut. I took the headband part off because you can you can get like a carbon fiber headband um, for those now as well, um, and that would reduce the weight by like 30 grams or something. But I weighed all the different like the cups with without the headband. The cups themselves, each of the cups weighs 330 grams so if you add that together the cups together without the headband weighs 660 grams so each cup is as heavy as an hd 100 yeah um so these don't get mentioned that much i don't know if it's i haven't heard of them so i'm, I'm sure one of you guys probably be able to comment on it and i don't know if it's because they're just uh i don't want to say overshadowed but uh, overshadowed by the uh verity close but the icon and atticus don't get mentioned too much as close backs and they are in that yeah sort of a thousand dollar price range and they're fantastic i just i don't have any on hand that's why i never really talk about them eventually i will i do it, it used to be um yeah, i think it's yeah yeah it used to be pretty uh pretty big like everybody was um they were the jam jam yeah Sorry, one second. Just got to mute. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think that's accurate, Chrono. Like they, they are actually they get recommended a lot, and a lot of people love them, and they are fantastic. Um, I just think that they're just not the hotness right now because the Verite clothes exists in that in that lineup. If that makes sense. But yeah, all, I know. But I think it's just things. a shame that I don't. I, I feel like it's a shame that they shouldn't oh, yeah, be it is a shame. neglected just because the the other ones, you or know, new quote unquote top of the line <laughs> or new. <laughs> No, they but they are fantastic. I think, in fact, Elnric, uh, he's he's had I think every single one, um, and he can give a better description because he's owned them for long periods. I've only heard them um, for shorter periods, but like eventually, I do plan on owning all of them. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I agree with you though. It, it is a shame that they aren't get they don't get as much praise now as they did before. So yeah, that might be another option if you're fine if you're fine with waiting around a thousand dollars close back you know zmf is there as well yeah zmf does. and well the other thing too is like they technically they're closed back but they're not the they have ports on them and they do have some thing, like you know even the verite close isn't the greatest at isolating uh the t5p is, is semi open okay it's a semi i think our first semi closed something like that i think uh yeah i think it's semi it's kind of like the thx's or the uh, uh not thx <laughs> the fostex uh th th xx <laughs> the, the yeah fostex th purple hearts the the uh, ebony's those ones those are all semi open um 
I think it would get more traction on those older ZMFs. Um, I say older, but I mean, they're not that old. Mm -hmm. um, if if the cup was designed like the verticals, we talked about this last time. Um, so I'd be, I wonder if he's uh, got that in mind. It'd <laughs> be interesting if he did like a revamp. You're saying? Oh, I mean that yeah. that throws some controversy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We did the Dana V2 last time. Um, I'm just, uh, uh, yeah. Thoughts on 1266 Phi TC? We've we've done that a few times as well. Um, that yeah, we we need to get them in to be able to have like <laughs> concrete yeah. thoughts on it. Like show conditions are you know yeah, not good enough to have a yeah <laughs> a proper evaluation. Uh, Elmer, I was talking about the fo or the Fosca. I was talking about the ZMF closed back lineup. So the icons, the kind of thing. I know you've owned a bunch of them, so I, was, I know like your take on that and why they aren't talked about as much now to as they were when they first released kind of deal for closed backs specifically. Yeah. But I, I do think they're still great. Yeah, they're they, you know, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to. Um, I intend on buying them all. So, I mean, if that says anything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was just suggesting that because there isn't really that much in that price range as far as close backs, or at least ones that are, you know, really good. Well, how much is the icon? I think they're what? Icon's they're... 1400. Uh, Attica's, I think, is like 1100. A... Yeah. It's like around the Aeolus and price. I and I think that's the other issue is because it's like that whole, like, uh, HD820 versus HD800 versus HD800S. Why would you get an HD820 for like three times the cost of an HD800? Or you know what I mean? Like, there's also that. Oh factor. yeah. Like, yeah. If you can get a Aeolus for the same price as something that's been out, for, you know, I mean, it's not the same. But I mean, I think in people's minds when they're looking at things like, oh, this is a newer headphone, it must be better. There's also that factor to take into account. All right. So. Here's here's a good question. What is missing in this list? Empyrean VC. That's Verte closed. Mm. Clear Aria Aeolus HD 100s HD 660s. What else would you get? SR1A. <laughs> I've literally owned all of those except for the Aria, or I've had all of those. Sorry, at some could point you read the list again? Uh, it, the list is Empyrean VC Clear Aria Aeolus HD 100s HD 660s. What else would you get? Yeah, I would just go with the. It looks like you're missing. Oh, <laughs> I mean, sell all of them and buy so. a Sysvara. <laughs> LCD3 or LCD2. Sell everything except for the VC and get the Sysvara. So you have Sysvara and VC, and that's the perfect combo. I would go done. SR1A personally, but that's, you know, that's just me. I would I would go, for me, if I had to think of like a, uh, like, um, like, again, that term, end mm. game combo, yeah. I would like the HD100S and the VC. Stelia is fantastic. Too. Yeah, but you haven't heard a Sysvara or an LCD4. <laughs> Wait until you hear those. Okay, and then to. talk about then talk about it. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, or an AB twelve sixty six TC or whatever. Like one of those. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the summit tier. You know, the like prohibitively expensive. I still need money for graphics cards, man. That oh yeah, that's gonna uh, what September fifteenth or something. Seventeenth, like and I'm gonna 17th? I'm gonna I'm gonna pre-order a uh, not pre-order, but uh, I'm gonna put an order. For a 3080. That's what I'm yeah. trying to do too. I, mean, I was talking to my buddy about that yesterday. I'm about for the, that. Because I, I want to get. Yeah. So we both decided 3080 is the way to go. But if we can't get a 3080 and we can get 3090, we'll just get 3090. Well, 3090 thing, comes out a week later. Yeah. So yeah. that's on the 24th. The, yeah. the other thing to consider is that apparently there's uh, 3070s and 3080s uh, with higher uh, VRAM. Because these have pretty low VRAM compared to the 3090 and that was the main reason to go for the 3090 if 
like for me at least i'm vram yeah yeah like for for me i'm doing exactly that's my why i'm thinking maybe the 3090 but then i saw there was some you know like um uh, partners board partners um who were you know producing them with uh more vram on the Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm thinking maybe it's worth waiting if you're if you're like me like get getting it for like video production that's the main reason why chances are at most you'll get one or two extra gigs no i saw one with 24 gigs (laughs) like a there was a 3070 listed somewhere with 24 and there was a 3080 i yeah i I didn't i don't know exactly what they're they are and they may just be their chrono oh yeah i heard that you just flush the toilet i'm i don't know (laughs) i don't know that if any toilet actually sounds like that but uh I, what I've his, seen his is that some, NVIDIA, some NVIDIA, some NVIDIA designs, like they'll have Lightning the card, they'll share a very similar PCB, right? Yeah. And they have, they have, they they keep the spaces open for the VRAM. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe maybe there's some board partners. I don't need 24 gigs. I know that because, well, not super intense. Yeah. Uh, but I would like, I would like more, more gigs more for VRAM. more, for yeah, more for video production stuff. But not not for your elite COD gameplay. I, yeah, no, it clearly wasn't elite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, for me personally, I think I would go with. The, we're gonna. I'm gonna shoot for the 3080. But if I can't get, it, I'll get the 3090. Yeah. But it is what it is. And then I probably Just won't sure. get either because I won't be able to hit the the buy fast enough or some crap. Well, make sure your your like case is wide enough for the 3090 yeah. as well. I did. I did. Oh, yeah, that thing's huge. It's, it takes three slots and it needs to be. The, yeah, lengthwise yeah. and then w- like widths. The width, wise. width, yeah, yeah. It's a thick so. boy. Also, you're gonna need the the power supply for that. I think yeah, I have an 850. So. so, Alex says the na- the big Navi is gonna be very competitive too, and that's true. Apparently, I've heard this as well. Mm-hmm. But the the reason why I think it's worth still going with the 3080s and whatnot is, I mean, this is totally not not headphone related, but I think it's still worth doing the 3080s for all the rest of the, like everything is so based on NVENC and all the rest of the NVIDIA mm. features that it's like- kind of, It's like Windows versus Apple, right? Kind of deal. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And not, uh, not one-to-one, but yeah. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure, like I, again, this is just me speaking as like a video editor, producer, like that side of things. All that stuff, you know, Premiere uh, works specifically with NVIDIA. Like that's, they, so if you're working with Premiere, like you have yeah, to that's that's what makes sense. Now now they yeah. have they actually now have creativity specific drivers yeah. that you can install yeah. from a for the from video cards. Yeah, and, well, and, uh, and but on the on the Adobe ooh. side as well, like it, they they don't they have like their uh, Mercury engine is specific to Nvidia as well. So yeah, yep. Also, his oh, did we lose you? Did we lose? Ah. Uh... The lights just went out and went back on. Oh, yeah, we did we briefly did lose you. Um, so, <laughs> I miss thunderstorms. Um, uh, basically, also historically, AMD cards, graphics cards, have never been the most amazing. Yeah. As as great, Ryzen is amazing. That's there's yeah. no denying that. But their cards have been a bit of a flop uh, <laughs> compared to the NVIDIA stuff. Jay's two cents had. I think they'll do a 3080 Ti probably next year. Usually, it's like a year or two off, right, from the 3080 release or from the the 80 releases. Or they usually do like the main one with the big Titan, and then they'll do like a year or two later they'll do the Ti, right? There's like a cat stopgap. Jay's two cents had a really good video about the AMD versus NVIDIA economic power games. 
yeah, I, that's that's what I'm referencing when I say that it's likely that big big Navi is also probably going to be pretty good. Yeah, I think it will. I think that's why the pricing is so aggressive with the new 3080s. Yeah, they probably know. <laughs> they're like, we'll get yeah. you in the price then. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what. Because I mean, look at the look at the look at all the people trying to sell their 2080 Ti's right now, and everyone's like, <laughs> no. dude, I've got to sell a uh an, like a like a 1080 Ti that doesn't have the shroud or heatsink on it or the fans because I took all that stuff off. Fifty dollars. <laughs> but apparently people actually would prefer to buy it with that yeah like people yeah, no, want that it. for some yeah. reason cool it off yeah keep it cool yeah um it's hello hey hello, there, hello. welcome back probably probably sound terrible right now are you on your phone but um i just call him to take... thunderstruck from now on <laughs> yeah we can we put the play the cello version of that that's what i'm thinking of yeah <laughs> yeah uh so yeah i decided to play it safe and turn everything off so i'm now on my airpods sorry about the nice, sound quality, guys. Found, sounds okay yeah, nice. 2080 Ti owners on suicide. Yeah, it's true, man. I was, watching, I was like watching some of the different listings, and like some of them were like instantly were like trying to put them out for like 700 bucks just to get that last bit of people that haven't noticed the uh, the news, maybe. <laughs> and then like all the comments were like, <laughs> "Good luck, 300 bucks or bust." <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I got a, I got a question that gets us back into headphones here. Um, is this as far really twice the HE 1000 V2 in terms of? I, I assume you mean sound quality. I thought the V2 was okay, but it wasn't great. Uh, like twice is a weird, like, how do you say, how do you, how do you... say anything is twice? <laughs> do you care a lot? Then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the funds and, and do yeah. you care? <laughs> do you, it's really like, yeah, how much do you care? But I, it, it's considerably better as far as detail is concerned. It's, it's def like even the HE 1000 SE is a step up from the older HE 1000 series. Uh, for both of V1 and V2 um, by by a noticeable margin. I, it's just that the HE1000SE is like has this really weird treble bright tonality that's it, essentially it doesn't take I, I it took me a while to figure out what was going on and it's because it doesn't take contra interaction into consideration um, in the frequency response so it doesn't drop down enough at 10k hertz or 9k hertz and it needs to. Um, and I know people were putting it on tube amps that's another example of planars on tube amps to kind of fix that issue but for like technical performance and detail and stuff yeah it's it's right up there and this is far is even better so yeah i would say this as far is is clearly a step up from those he 1000 series um he 1000 series like that's like a little bit better than the aria that's kind of how i look at it uh let's see the amount of times i've heard concha interaction on these streams yeah <laughs> But it's <laughs> it, it matters, right? Like if you're looking at a frequency response, and like this part, I'll see if I can put it up on the this part here, right? That actually impedes uh, nine to ten k hertz, and it's supposed to. So when you see, you know, like a peak there, that's a problem. Uh, speaking of interactions of ears and sound, somebody I think it was uh, Valentine Luke. This was a while ago now. He mentioned uh, in the chat that the shallower the pads, the smoother the FR. But I'm, I don't know. I don't know what he means by shallow. But for me, at least, like the closer the actual driver is to my ears, I feel like uh, the treble spikes up a bit. If anything, have mm. you guys had something like that? Like when, like when you're like well, really pressing the drivers. Yeah. 
I I so shallower meaning closer than like the B two well, is I, shallower. I, like they like your ears are closer to the drivers compared to yeah, the uh, like universe. A, like a universe yeah, or even like a, what I'm a guessing tour, for like, me, shallower would be that the driver is closer. I don't know about that. I think a lot of it has to do more with the materials, and um, uh, yeah, I really don't know about that. I think there's so many other parameters that that factor into it. Like, I mean. You know the suede pads, as Zach was saying, they make things a little less peaky in the treble. But I mean, I, I don't know if that's necessarily better. Uh, you know, there's, there's, because um... that that's the other thing too is like there are certain peaks peaks that you will really notice, and other peaks that you don't notice really all that much. Um, and like when, when we're talking about peaks, we're talking about frequency response, right? And like how you hear them, and and like yeah, most of the time people don't hear. There's peaks in treble, like no matter what, right? Like especially in the upper treble. And people don't hear those as negatively or as it's not as noticeable as it is at like 8K hertz or at like 6K hertz, right? There are some areas where peaks are just like really noticeable. So it might be the case that a shallower fit on a certain pad might make those peaks less uh, noticeable, less bothersome. But I don't think there's a hard and fast rule for that. Like, I don't think it's necessarily the case. Um, I don't know. What's your guys' experience with that? For me, it's if I press the the headphones against my ears, it gets spikier trouble. See, I, I I would tend to agree. I think the correlation goes more that way. Um, but it also probably yeah. once again depends where that peak is, which, which on, one you're yeah, talking it, about. It depends on the frequency range of that specific headphone too, right? So I think that's it, is it going to be? I think what he's trying to say is the closer you put your ear, your head, if you do so this, I'll try this, and then yeah. like okay, with close backs, with close backs, yeah, but like. <laughs> I think what it is, you're bringing your ears that much closer to the, the actual driver, which means it's pushing yeah. it more into your ear. Like, you're going to... I mean, I guess it would make sense that it's it's just... It's it's bringing it that much closer to yours. Think about the HD-100s. Like, they're, they're, when you actually look at the cup design, they're, they're wide. Same with the, H, the head, headphone, head of the phone. The fact that they're so thick is they're there on purpose so that they can have that... The driver has the, the space to move, right? So, I think if you yeah. bring them closer, it would factor pretty heavily into, like, how um, that sound signature is... This is something I'd, I'd have to ask Oratory or Mad Economist about, like, uh, well, Oratory specifically. I think he would, uh, I, I don't know, I'm just anticipating that what he would say is that it's, it, it really just depends on the rest of the headphone design and how mm. it's, like, how the coupling works and everything. Like, I'll give you a perfect counterexample here, or not counterexample, just another example. If you take a Hi-Fi Man headphone, that's, that's, if so, so when you... For hi-fi man oh, headphones, the, one, if you, the, the mod where you do the, or the you for, do this no, but like all almost all hi-fi man headphones, mm -hmm. as far as I can tell, when you remove when you move them away from your ears like this, the bass goes way up, right? Mm -hmm. So part of the tuning is factored into the way that it's coupled to your head, how close it yeah. is to your ears, yeah, and, and and exactly and all that stuff, right? So whereas if you take, I think Odyssey is the other way. Um, mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that. I need to double check. But most dynamic driver headphones, when you do this, you actually lose bass, right? Mm -hmm. So um it really there's so many other parameters that i think factor into it and it's not just down to you know how close or how far away the driver is it's you know whether or not it's front volume sealed and all the rest of this stuff um yeah that makes more sense yeah but i mean i i like maybe there are some examples where when you move it closer you hear less peaks right but i also think there's probably examples when you move it away you'll hear more or you'll, you'll hear less peaks when you move it away right so yeah um, um well i think we're pushing into oh the closer the more neutral the closer the more neutral the sound of the driver 
okay yeah. i get it i get what you're saying like for for the zmf headphones specifically mm-hmm. um so so i yeah and he's uh which makes sense for the b2 to like the, the verite that kind of stuff yeah like the verite pads i'm just gonna use this one here this is i think it's actually the e2 but um yeah so for this pad like the the logic would be it's a it's a smaller pad like less thick pad so your ear is actually closer to the driver of the headphone because there's less material in between and then in theory that gives you a a better sense of the driver's speed now i don't know necessarily if that influences like the peaks or anything like that i think zach would know better but as far as like you're able to hear the driver's technical ability more i I do agree with that um to a certain extent for the zmf ones yeah because i've noticed that as well like if i'm if i want to get the most technical performance out of the verite um, i hear that most strongly with the flat pads and I think that is, I think he's right. I think that's because it's closer to your ears. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, uh, I don't really see too many other. Oh, that... Best sub $1,000 closebacks for tubes. For tubes? Oh, okay. ZM, any, well, I guess you can't say ZMF because those technically are not <laughs> sub $1,000. Maybe a used ZMF. A used you might ZMF. Find one. If you can buy one. I, I have an answer, I think. I think. It's the Sony WH-1000. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the... <laughs> Could you imagine putting that on tubes? No. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I could, uh, I'm thinking the Aurorus Audio Australis, so their closeback version. That would probably be I think that's too. actually the highest-end closeback headphone under $1,000, I think. Yeah. I can't um, think of any other one that would be. And because it's a... That driver, I think, does scale quite a bit that they're using in there. Um, yeah, I think that would be the one to go for if you want with tubes. Yeah. Also, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I liked the look of the closeback one. Like, I thought that one. Yeah, looked that great. looked better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aesthetically, if that, if that matters, I don't, if that matters <laughs> I don't know. to you or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so any, yeah, something that's like high impedance dynamic driver. Um, it's, yeah, we want to pair with tubes. Unless you have yeah. something like the Echo or the, the, one of the Felixes or even the HA1A Mark II, something you can have like a, that where you can actually adjust or have a high or low Z, like the pendant, then you could possibly do something with the... But even then, you're going to run into the weird tuby harmonics thing where sometimes they just get bloaty and bass heavy. and uh... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't run like the Aeon Two, for example, off of... Mm-hmm. I mean, you can I, actually. That'd be an interesting experiment to off do. A low Z or like a um, yeah, like yeah, off a low Z, on, yeah, on tubes. On tubes, tubes might help with the trouble, right? Maybe. Oh well, yeah, actually, maybe yeah. yeah. And, and might I, soften might it a bit. Smooth, yeah, smooth things out just a little bit like up top. Anyone oh, know why the Allegia got canceled? Nope. But I, I, you know, I, I imagine. Uh, yeah, you know, they probably had it set for a certain run, and oh, the that bear, was it. the higher high, is there a closeback bear? I don't know how expensive that is, though. Yeah, Cause they have the closeback seven seventy, right? Or the the T five P is is semi closed. But how that's expensive the, is that's that? The, the T five P I think is like a thousand dollars. Yeah, those are expensive. Well, relative. Yeah, maybe you could have like <laughs> no, a really that high. Is expensive. <laughs> really high impedance dt770 <laughs> but really like if you're looking for there's it's it's worth pointing out the difference between a the best 
closed back experience on tubes under a thousand dollars and the the headphone that's going to reveal the sound of the tube like you know you're gonna get the most of the tubes right do you want to get the best sound overall or do you just want to make use of the tubes the best yeah and i think that's a interesting question um well it's kind of like the the whole that kind of almost reminds me of like well do you go with a expensive headphone with a less expensive amp or do you get a 600 and put yeah. six thousand dollars of amp into it <laughs> yeah um i got both my icons and my auteurs for less than 1k that's that's, that's a great a deal, deal. Mm -hmm. lucky fantastic yeah. deal and you could find those uh, deals. You have to just be patient. Like I think uh, even Mr. Cypress on the forum, he talks about it all the time. He's just he has a lot of really high end gear, but he 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 waits and is patient and asks a lot yeah. of what deal can you give me? And so. for headphone amplifiers, what what is missing from this list? Topping A ninety, Questyle CMA twelve, Manly Absolute, Kyan HA three hundred, Fonder XC, Fonder. Uh, the, the new Kyan HA six A or whatever that one is. That one's pretty fantastic, from my understanding. Uh, a whole ton of uh, the the amps and sounds. I, I don't know why you would. Like, <laughs> yeah, like there's there's so many, so many missing. There's so I, many. I, I would sell all of those and buy. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would sell all those. I would buy Adam. a ZMF pendant. <laughs> uh, yeah, Adams. <laughs> JD's lab Adam. Done. Yeah, I would I would sell all those and buy a pendant, and oh, either a pendant or like if you can find yourself like a DNA or maybe one the the, the Felix Audio release like some really yeah. nice tube amp for you know high impedance mm -hmm. dynamic driver headphones and then get an IHA six for your planers. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do, or or yeah, something. It doesn't a, have to be the IHA six. Like something that's like specific atom. for planers. High, high power. Just kidding. My electric's fantastic. I do like it. They're supposed to be coming out with a new one though, supposedly. Nimbus. Nim Nimbus is their new one. It's yeah. supposed to be really good and yeah. really expensive. Really expensive, yeah. <laughs> well, even the Bioelectric, the 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 one that it's replacing is expensive. I never got it. So. Oh, the new the two eight one. Yeah. It's replacing the two eight one. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Would the soundstage change on closebacks, going with a balanced tube amp versus single-ended tube amp? You don't really see balanced differential tube amps. That, that's not that common. I think. Uh, di wait, didn't Shit Audio make one? Uh, which one? Differential? I, uh, a balanced, a balanced tube amp. They have them. They're out. You can do. You can do them. It's just. But I don't know. That's don't so know uncommon. Truly, I don't think they. I don't know if they're truly balanced. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, most of the time, it's just an output for the headphone. Like it's. I think most of the time. Some yeah, do, usually. Yeah. But they're expensive. Also, what was the question? He like, asked about you... soundstage. Oh yeah, so I guess about soundstage. So no, the answer to that is is that I don't no, think balance has an impact on that. Yeah, I don't think balance will change soundstage regardless of the mm -hmm. amplifier. No. Yeah. Tubes will probably change Tubes the soundstage in a, in a significant, in a more significant if, way, but yeah, the if you have a balanced solid state versus a single-ended tube amp, the tube amp will probably give you more soundstage, yeah. like more spacious yep. of a presentation. Um. Let's see. All right, let's answer one more question. Nimbus yeah. 200. <laughs> uh, uh, the price gap is too big between the Ananda and the Aria. Aria could use some price drop, uh, but it does well at 1600. See, that's the thing. I I tend to agree, actually. Like I think because it's like twice the price of the Ananda, basically. And it's more that the Ananda's come down in price so much. Yeah, and the Aria hasn't. And the Aria hasn't. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I 
I, I, yeah, I tend to agree. Like if the Aria, I think the Aria should also come down in price. Like, yes, it competes at that kind of like 1600, whatever it's at, 15, 1600 dollars. Um, but I think it could come down to like, yeah, $1,300 or something like that to be more in line with the rest of their lineup. But the Hi-Fi Man's lineup makes no sense for pricing and it never has. So <laughs> I'm not also, too... It would, it, would, it would compete better with the LCD X. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's, you know, the LCD X... Whatever, the artist package or whatever it's called. The creator package. Yeah, exactly. That's Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Hi-Fi Man's uh, pricing has never been... Like, it's all over the map. Um but that's fine. That's just that's just them, you know. And it's mostly like you see it skewed really far in one direction, and then also really far in the other, right? So you get mm -hmm. stuff like the Sandara, which is like kind of is like you know a benchmark for anything under like seven hundred dollars. Like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't. There's nothing else I think under seven hundred dollars. And then at the, the high end, it's like you, their high end stuff is like ridiculously expensive. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to be. Yeah, fifty grand, fifty grand for Shangri La, like that's crazy. Um, Need something to flesh out the the lineup. Yeah. So as far as it needs to be in the four K range, though, I don't know. I so like, I don't think anything should cost in that range, just because that's like crazy expensive. But um, sorry, I, I don't think anything should cost like in the in the super you know ridiculous fifty thousand dollar price ranges that they're at. <laughs> but uh, it, the reason why I think it makes a certain amount of I could see it you know the Sisvara them pricing it at six grand is because well first if they look at you know what else is out there like the competition at four thousand dollars and the Sisvara is definitely like less compromised than the stuff that you you get around four grand um not saying those are bad like all the rest of the stuff out at four grand is awesome too but for a lot of it it's like there's a there's a weight concession that you have to make or a comfort issue that's there you know or uh, some uh tuning issue something like that and the Sisfara just is kind of just great all around so if they think that's enough to make it worth paying the extra or that people will pay i mean that's the thing with all this stuff right people are like oh it's too expensive it's like yeah it is but it's worth what people are willing to pay yeah and that's sort of the, you know, the bottom line whatever people are willing to pay for it right. <laughs> as far as unfortunate enough to hear that hmm? no oh you guys didn't hear the loud the loud beep oh, that's good nope that scared the living hell out of me <laughs> what what happened well, as you know, the weather's bad, so you know things. You start getting all sorts of warnings and oh, whatnot. Yeah. And this one, just this very loud one, just came up while you were playing the this is our pricing. It just freaked me out. Yeah. So for those those of you guys who aren't aware, Chrono is um he's in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> Basically. So, yeah. You you'd think I was in Louisiana or something, but no. Uh, still, it's pretty bad. So that, if I sound scuffed, it's because um you're hearing me through AirPod mics. Because and and you're in a hurricane. Everything, and I'm in a hurricane because I had to absolutely turn everything off because uh, the, the lights went out and I didn't want to risk anything getting uh, damaged. I see, Jack. I don't know about six cases far. I, 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 I do wish that it it was more pre. Like it, it feels and looks good. I think, um, but I, I can see. You know, like if you look at like an LCD XC or like an LCD four, those look and feel more premium. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'd agree in that sense. But you got to keep the weight down in some way, right? Carbon fiber, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I could see that. 
I think Tyler disagrees with the uh, the look and feel. This is Suzvara, and I think I think I agree as well with that. <laughs> with Tyler, I mean, or it, Tyler didn't look too convinced about this as bar looking and feeling good. It's because it's not made of wood, but it is. It has wood on it. Yeah. I, well, I just think it's. Well, just I don't know. You know, I don't like the. I don't. I don't. I don't think it looks that nice. Yeah, it, it look looks. Kind of reminds yeah, me of less, less good looking uh, Stelia. Sizvara. Mm -hmm. Like that colorway. I'm not a big fan of the colorway. Oh, the okay. And then yeah, I'm not a fan of the colors either. Like I wish it was just like all black. black. Yeah, mm -hmm. I yeah, agree. Yeah, matte black. And but then, instead they made it that like silver with brown and yeah i don't know no, i'm like not a fan of the, brown no. like, and, oh, the, no, and the wood looks not that good either to be honest and we've talked it, about it, it. it looks, it looks like a veneer looks, it looks like a plastic even though even though yeah. it's not like yeah, it looks plastic as all is out. chrono actually okay yeah yes okay? yes okay? i am okay i mean i assume Thank so you. he's talking he's, normally yeah <laughs> don't worry he's fine he'll be back to breaking hd 100 s's in no time <laughs> oh yeah no don't, don't worry yeah. Uh, yeah, that's gonna happen pretty. He's soon. got a pile of them in the corner. He's just you know, a, clipping um, the connectors. Tutorials in the works. Tutorials in the works, guys. How, how to break an HD800 series headphone? Uh, yeah, carbon Brought fiber sass would be good. Sure. Yeah, see, if the Susvara had the build quality of the Utopia, I'd be more impressed. Mm, I could see that. Um, that's or, fiber... too, though. If I was to pick between a Susvara or Utopia, and and I know that the Susvara carries more weight as far as sounding whatever you want to say. I'd actually honestly probably pick a Utopia over a Susvara personally. But well, that's just because it's from Focal. And I also like Focal better. But yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm not showing my biases too, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm We're not wearing our Focal I'm going to wear, it, I'm well, wear my bias double, on my sleeve. But yeah. There's double bias here is that one one of them is Focal and two, the other one's High Point Man. If it was, yeah. if the other one wasn't and High one of them is a planar and one's a dynamic. And we know yeah. Tyler Don't prefers worry, dynamics. Don't worry, though. Uh, High Point Man will soon be refreshing <laughs> oh, yeah. the lineup with the sweet, sweet HER10. Which actually, I was thinking so. about this too, right? So the dynamic one, that, that specific dynamic one, if you look at it, and you look at the icon from ZMF, they have yeah. a similar cup shape. And they're both using biocellulose drivers, as I recall. And well, I'm beginning to well, wonder. Well, they're both similar to the R10 in that regard. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, why wouldn't, and then that, the, why would I do that when I can just go get a ZMF? <laughs> I don't know. Unless it's it sounds a, it's a good point. It's it's, no, seriously, <laughs> it's it's a good. It's really like I, I I'm right there with you, man. Like I, we have to hear it, right? Yeah, we have we to hear have it to first. But I mean, but I tend to agree. Like there's, you know, that's that's a challenging market to get into with that design. With that design, especially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the first. That's actually the the very first thing I saw it when we were kind of memeing on it. And the first thing that came to mind was, was well, I was like, well, at that price, I'd just go for an icon personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, or, or, or an Atticus, right? Atticus Depending or, on the, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just say F it and get an Aeolus or a a tour or like, I mean, you could. <laughs> well, the advantage is close back. Close right? back, so, of course. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's just funny but, to me. Yeah, uh, uh, clear pros spend, are fantastic looking. Go ahead, sorry. Don't spend more money on neutral amps. They can they can be had for cheap if you don't need balanced. The heresy yeah. is good. I, I kind of agree with that yeah, to a certain extent. Level. Like I neutral in the sense of ASR likes it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get, get stuff that ASR likes for for yeah for very very cheap. Bucks. Done. Uh, yeah. I have this thing. But, this thing's fantastic. Little shit hell. Yeah. L thirty is sitting behind me right now. And that, that's well, I think doing, the GDF has yeah. Adam's fantastic. I mentioned a lot in the videos. It's yeah. just that. And the heresy's right here well, as well. 
There's, I have well, this I need to still but, hook up and but. play with, but that's just supposed to be a THX clone. What is that? Uh, something that Ant sent me. The top one or the bottom one? The bottom. Well, top one's iffy. Dad. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, is that a is that monoprice? No, oh, this no, is like a the Chinese the Chinese one. It's the Chinese knockoff of a of the um. It's AM zero one, but it's essentially a THX mic or mic THX amp that they just knocked off. It's so it's new, a mon, it's a monoprice knockoff. It's the eight eight seven knockoff, I think. Is what yeah, that's the monoprice. Eight eight seven is so a monoprice. It's a double knockoff. <laughs> it's a double knockoff, and then it has four point four pentacon, okay, yeah. and like it's got the balance, and it's yeah. and it's light and tiny, and it's and Ant added the giant knob to it. Yeah. Okay. Here's a question for Tyler: How do the ZMFs compare to Focal Clear and the Aria? I haven't heard the Aria outside of very. I can't talk on the Aria, but as far as the clear to to Specifically, the clear to a ZMF, which ZMF, if you want to say Aeolus, the Aeolus is warmer, has a deeper lows, more warmth to it in the mids, uh, has more soul. Well, we, yeah, which ZMFs? We gotta, so, if we're talking Aeolus, I, I, I chose Aeolus over clear. I had clears. I ended up selling my clears because my Aeolus did everything yeah, that the clears yeah. did, more or less. The clears had better technicalities, but the Aeolus was right there, and I preferred everything about them outside of that um i think like that's like the big comparison that people love to make always with like the focal clear is the auteur oh and it, it's been like that for a long time and mm -hmm. i think they're so different but they're they both so, so <laughs> they're there's they're both excellent yeah and and uh, like if you want soundstage mm -hmm. and you know it was uh, <laughs> yeah like that and timbre and all that mm -hmm. stuff um the auteur if you, you want, want, you know, technicalities, details, and, and detail speed, and imaging. yeah, like the imaging then, in the sense uh, of like it's crisp yeah. imaging, then the clear. Um, but both have, yeah, a, a decent. Both have decent dynamics. I'd say more dynamics on the clear though. Like I think yeah. that's they're faster for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they're both great. I think. All right, I've powered up the command center again. <laughs> Your VU meters are running. <laughs> and with that, we've been going for an hour and a half. We should probably end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll let Chrono right, right uh, hide in his corner. Command station. You have homework yeah. to do. Homework? What? I, I actually don't know if he has homework. I, I, I would I assume it's pretty early was, in the school year. <laughs> I was, I was oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, any recs for Grado Hemp? Who Not bought me, some? Someone bought one of those. I can't remember who. I think it was Lost bought one, but I don't know if he actually ever got it or talked about it. Um, oh yeah, someone says someone says uh, balance is just more power. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's the thing. Like we've talked about this in the past, but like if you have a balanced amplifier, like you bought an amplifier that is a balanced, properly balanced amplifier make use of the balanced Balance. output yeah. not because balanced is better but because <laughs> that amp was specifically designed for balanced yes so so they it's put not more it's effort not... into the balance <laughs> so the transformer that's being used there is is meant for the yeah. balanced output first and foremost there's somewhere it's totally fine yeah. between I two, think the monitor is yeah the monitor is not that different yeah, yeah. there's no major uh, difference but there there's a lot of amps out there where it's like it's a balanced amp with like a most a, others are yeah like a single ended just like attached on there <laughs> yeah it's like oh it's just cheap <laughs> yeah uh, and then but yeah realistically balance is just more it, it just gives you it just gives you more power, but mm -hmm. the the design of the of the amplifier, if it's a balanced amp, is meant for the balanced output first and foremost. Um, 
What else? All right, one more, one more question here. What matters most, synergy or measurement? Synergy. I don't quite. I don't quite know what that means. I'm gonna say synergy. Oh, like 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 uh, like a DAC to, yeah. to amp to the headphone. Uh, I would 100% say synergy would be the. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna completely agree with that. Not because so like I value the measurement stuff, but yeah. I don't think you can look at like okay, the L30 measures incredibly well, right? Mm -hmm. According on on ASR, like it measures really well. But it also sounds pretty weak for some headphones and some setups. Like it's not the best. It's not a good synergy where that might be Harrison. Are we talking be measurements, tonal uh, frequency response of the headphone? Or I assumed he meant of the, of the Jackson Airs. PhD sign ad kind of. Yeah, stuff. I think he meant that's, that's yeah, multiple that's, uh, different. Like yeah, if you could talk about the headphones to the amps yeah. to the DACs, I mean that's whole other. Yeah, that's why I so think I, it's easier I, just to say yeah. synergy. I, I tend to say synergy as well because you can that's the other thing it's like a tube amp's never going to measure well mm -hmm. but oh, it might be exactly drop? right Probably for it dive into that drama but yeah oh no yes i did see it <laughs> yeah, that was that we should talk about that Juicy. that was uh that was, that was, was bad timing too for or, or yeah i don't know if you did it on purpose but like the that whole crazy drama between the you're talking about Marvy versus uh, yeah, Amir? Versus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he, he did yeah. that he, he measured a bottlehead crack and it's like why why would you what are you do doing it? man yeah why like <laughs> so yeah so i've actually uh I'm, I'm gonna yeah uh i wanna i wanna extend an olive branch to the to the to the you know measurement crowd a little bit because i think i think there's valuable stuff there to be gained for everybody mm -hmm. but what i don't like is the is you know the dogma and the zealotry that yeah. exists Insane. in many of those communities so it's not necessarily the people who are running those communities but the there's this sort of like attachment to measurements in ways that are unhealthy. <laughs> there's the weird cult like mentality of like they, yeah. people that haven't even heard these things that are now latched on. To yeah. This, yeah, like, yeah, and they, they form these opinions and biases, strong biases, and that's yeah. just never a good. Keep your own. Have your own mind, my man. Like do your own yeah. thing. Yeah, that's a, that's I think that's the problem with all forums mm -hmm. inevitably i think that there seems to be a, a, a collective thing. let's call it let's call it collective conscious hive mind right hive mind. i did not want yeah. to use that word but yes the hive mind <laughs> uh, yeah. that's that's why i actually stay away from forums altogether so you'll never see me yeah. online it's not because i'm anti-social it's just because it's it can get pretty toxic and it can be misleading and, and if anybody wants to find chrono's eq profiles they're on the headphone the forum. community forum <laughs> Well, either that, either that, or I mean, Liburn. Yeah. Well, we're we're also going to post some hey guys. Any suggestions? I'm reading yeah. the. No, no, the, you're the, good. We're just giving you crap. You're, yeah. <laughs> but but so you know on the sub on that subject though I mean uh, so if anybody isn't aware, Marvy from SBAF did a big uh, like let's say. Expose, expose on, yeah, expose. That's a good word for on it. Uh, the things that are wrong with um, ASR. ASR, yeah. And used a number of examples and is continuing to do and it's more. Continuing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so here's the, here's the thing. Like, I don't know enough about that stuff, like the amp and DAC measurement stuff. I'm not in that I'm community, not. that world, right? Like, it's headphones is one thing, but like for me, that's, you know, I. I don't really get into the amps and DAC yeah. measurement stuff all that I'm, much. I'm not an engineer, so I always ask yeah. the people that are engineers their opinions. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and but so this is the thing. Talking to I don't want to you know put put anonymous word yeah in public, but but talking to to like a number of people, um, you know it it seems like you know, apart from the, the the general tone that people have in this, which is a little bit combative. Yeah, very combative. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a productive discourse somewhere hiding in the background there. <laughs> um, so it's, it's worth, 
uh, I think it's worth you know reading both both sides to this. Um, What's Amir's website? Is it audio? I don't know. Audio. Oh, audio science review. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, there, I, there's apparently some some something interesting there um, going on as far as like the the, the discussions concerned. Mm-hmm. So it's probably worth getting into if you know this if you can get past the, <laughs> the dogma and the craziness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And there's another factor, though, is I think there's sometimes and this is the part that gets me a lot of times. Yeah, the JBL 305 test, um, like, but even the bottlehead crack test, man. Like, so and this is the thing, and I'm gonna probably color myself in some level here, uh, in that like color it purple, color it purple, color um, myself purple, color myself purple. But but I mean, I think that there's there's something to like when when people talk about things and like, oh, I do not hear this thing, right? And but then there's like literally thousands, if not tens of thousands of people that do hear that thing. And you saying, because I didn't hear it, it's false. That makes that makes me question, if that makes sense. Right? Mm. Like, so Wait, which which part of it do you question? Do you I'm question trying to the be thousand PC people or here, the person but, who... Uh, the, pers- the one person <laughs> that says, I don't oh. hear the thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, but then there's all these other people. And, I'm, and, and it's, that, that's, I don't know. It, to me, like... It, that one that is when i think of it as now you're being biased and you're purposely saying things just to get a rise out of people sometimes I, well so along that line i mean i, I think there's there's reasons for, for both see here so no no yeah for sure you're good <laughs> I, I know what you mean there, but the, the thing is though like you'll see and we were talking about hive mind earlier but like mm-hmm. you'll see people on you know a number of forums talking about convincing themselves of things mm-hmm. I, i've run into this a lot on head fight right and mm-hmm. you know i I love HeadFi. They're great. I would just say that. You know, don't yeah, worry. Yeah. I'm not you know, talking down on them or anything, but yeah. like some of the community people there that well, I've they talked get real to, that I've, they can. And, it, and, and there's a little bit of that sort of, mm. you know, fanaticism that exists there as well. Not necessarily for, um, it you goes know, anything. Both ways. It goes, it goes, yeah. The, the, I guess you could say like, I always joke. I'm, and I don't, don't, we, I joke about the high from versus ZMF or the dynamic versus, uh, planar i i don't i like both i just i think it's someone it's a it's a mild insider joke and yes i do yeah. prefer dynamics but it's not you, as aggressive as I, we make it out to be you're, you're allowed to prefer things <laughs> yeah, right yeah <laughs> exactly um but yeah. uh, that being said there's also like this weird uh solid state or measurements versus uh distortion right, that's kind of what we're, we're, we're yeah, yeah 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 we're getting into but mm-hmm. but so so like on, on the subject of like some some of the interactions that that you have with people and and, and forums if you don't think that it's that a thing is the best thing ever, even if you think it's good, then somehow you're under fire, right? Because you don't think it's the best thing ever and everybody else, not everybody, but many of the other people who are in those threads are, you know, they're only ever saying that it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's as if they're afraid of, you know, somebody saying, finding fault with it in some way, yeah. just because that was their experience. But so taking that and then kind of juxtaposing it with what you said about, you know the the thousand people hear a thing and maybe you don't hear the thing which side do you go on it, it's a complicated question because in many cases we're not measuring what those people are talking about or what i say we people who are measuring things aren't necessarily measuring mm-hmm. what those people are talking about yeah so it's trying to figure out how do you correlate those reports and those experiences mm-hmm. to things that you can see and in many cases yeah. i don't think you can make that correlation and that's the reason why I'm a subjectivist, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't think it's not captured. It's just that the correlation isn't drawn as strongly as I would want it to be. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I mean that's uh, it, it. It's something where I I can I can see. It's just again, this goes back to what what you know some of the some of the objectivists who I respect <laughs> talk about, they and they say that a little too objective. I think sometimes. Well, maybe. but yeah, but but some of the guys I I, I look up to a lot, they, they also agree on things like you know we should be more investigative and more open to people's experiences mm -hmm. and and use that because the more scientific approach is isn't to say well we can't measure it therefore it doesn't exist but rather okay what, what is missing? this experience what, we, yeah. what is the experience and then mm -hmm. how you know use that as a hypothesis right mm -hmm. that's the exactly. more you know does it exist or is it psychoacoustic is it cited yeah. do these things count and, right and like, how does that factor in right like, how do yeah. and how yeah yeah exactly so like there's all kinds of stuff like that that I, I i think it's worth exploring more of and you know there's a lot of fanaticism that airs on the wrong side of this i think and that's yes. one of the I, and i think that's the thing is you get the extremes of either end yeah. right and it's like yeah and there's yeah. all these people in the middle that are going like what the f <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and that's and I, and I always joke that's always in any hobby or any anything anything anyone's passionate about you're gonna have that right so it's just tough yeah. you just have to find your own way and that's why i get upset sometimes is when you get the extremists coloring some of the people that are on the fringe that are kind of moving to one extreme or the other and they color those people's opinions before they can actually experience that for themselves and then they mm. that that's yeah. that's where i start getting like oh like don't don't do that that's i, mean, I don't know that's my oh, one of my peeves but yeah, somebody knows my background what would kant say about the objectivist subjectivist argument <laughs> it's probably all normative oh i think this is a subject we should continue another day that was, that was expansive man yeah uh, that's even and, and i can tell we have a bunch of objectivists in, well, in the I just, chat so I, I just on that one i i don't want to suggest that like i actually think that things aren't as subjective as as we we make it out to yeah, be it's only it's only that like all we're uh, all we can really be confident in right now is reporting our experiences for certain things which right so gets it's, it's turned a, into an, a subjective yeah, thing yeah. yeah but it's a matter of confidence in in something right like mm -hmm. it's probably like i think i think human hearing isn't actually subjective mm -hmm. no you know there's the experiences are, are, are subjective yes but human hearing itself is, is not it's something hearing, so like this, this whole hobby like you can analyze mm -hmm. it you know in many different ways right but speaking as you're experiencing it right speaking of it as an experience you're giving almost like a phenomenological account you're talking about what it is like to hear the mm -hmm. thing right that's you're evaluating it not f in terms of human hearing you're evaluating in terms of your own experience and that's that's kind of you know what we're that's what we're doing. At least what I'm. That's yeah, my. That's, I, that's, I, that's my perspective too. It's like it's. Yeah. It's, and then that's it's all about the experiences to me, and that's why I always say people too are everyone's on their own unique uh, audio or just path in life in general, right? We're all on our individual experiences and all into, yeah. and we're all like you think of it like parallel universes, right? If each individual person is a parallel universe, then we're all just, you know, but but they're all unique. Um, yeah. But I, I would never join a Discord that would have me as a member. <laughs> <laughs> So I would never want to be part of a club that would have me as its member. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's here today there, Chris. <laughs> he he did he did create an account to play in some of our, our shows, though. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I think that's a tough one. And then I also think that the, the objectivist side, um, I don't really... Objectivist versus subjectivist sides, the, on either side of that. Um, I only... I, I, I think I think of this. this is something I was thinking about this a while back. I think of frequency range as the two D part of a three D story. Mm. 
I like that. Right? Like it's it, and someone mentioned it in the forum too. Like there's like this So is... wait, but does that mean that, that CSD is 3D story? Potentially. Like I've I've, <laughs> no, I I've only I've only say it's still of it. just part of the 2D <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, it's like part of the I mean, it could be like that next layer of the three D, but like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you want to take it in layers or something. But that's I think that that's something like and, and that and it could be proven wrong. I mean I'm just saying like as of right now though, that is the sorry, it's an old people are um, you just have like a jar of peanut butter I, there. You just like I, I, so. One of my seat, my I, I, since a little kid, uh, peanut butter and honey, and I stir it up and I eat it by the spoonful. Yeah, um, I know. That's how you grew so big and strong. Yeah, uh, we're no. right now. <laughs> um, yeah, like I think Sorry. that's. Go ahead, Strano. What'd you say? I that I just have some croissants that are waiting for me. Oh, croissants. Yeah, oh. delicious. Um, but yeah, so I think that that's well, wow, that's one of my takes on the the two D of a three D story, right? Like it's there's there's so much more, like not so much more, but there's just more to it than just that. Like there's there could be, yeah, there's and, more to what it is like to yeah. to to experience yeah. the 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 thing that is being measured. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's yeah. let's probably wrap it up there. But final final thoughts from from all of us. Um, yeah, Chrono. I'll let uh, Chrono go. Yeah, the storm storm is very unfortunate. Don't go fly a kite to lightning like, storm. With with a key. Definitely mm. don't do it with a key attached. No, uh, no, yeah, but um, wrap, thoughts wrap up. Well, thanks for hanging out, guys. It was very fun as for yeah, usual. Always fun. Um, I, I just wanted to know on, like, Chrono is, is, is in a unique position right now because he's heard now the HD 600 and 650 mm -hmm. on a high-end headphone amp mm -hmm. and one that... I don't know, like, like, does does that? I wanted to ask, like, does that change your or influence your perspective on like this whole thing about like oh, you know uh, inexpensive, good measuring amps versus like the high end stuff? Or yeah, not change, I guess, but does it influence your perspective on that? Look, I um, if I could. I, I, you know, like if I had the only thing that's changed is that if I had to say which one I would prefer to listen to, it'd be, it'd be the high end one. I'm sorry to say it, but <laughs> you're sorry. Make, you mean case you're... closed? Yeah. <laughs> does it does it does it make anything else sound bad? No, of course not. Everything else mm -hmm. that I've heard so far still sounds great. I still love the element just as much as I did. You know, I plan on buying one. one. I, 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 someone posted about Dude, one. you're gonna love it. I'm telling you. I, oh, I love it. I had one, man. I just I, yeah, but no. But is the element one and the element two is very, very different sounding. I promise you. I promise you. But <laughs> it sounds still sounds just as great. Can you rephrase? Is there a way to rephrase the question? Because I, I don't know. I don't even know how to answer this properly. Well, it's 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 more. I, I'm interested in your your take perspective because you just had that experience mm -hmm. of hearing the crazy high end thing for the first time, yeah. right? So. Um, and with headphones that scale really well. Well, and, uh, yeah. with the clear, I heard virtually no difference, which is, it's, it was actually kind of a little disappointing, I'd say, but understandable. Mm -hmm. so, Low impedance. <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh, I don't know what else to say. It's just, uh, <laughs> it was just uh, that the 600 scale myth proven i i mean i'm gonna be very honest i used to think that was a bit of a meme or some way for people to yeah apologize for the 600 or 650 because they want to justify and you know it does scale and it does scale very significantly way more than i ever could have expected uh but that's all i really drew from it as the... yeah 
and but see and this is one of those things that it's like a lot of the people in communities who are kind of like you know uh they're poo-pooing the uh really expensive stuff as like you know ripoffs and snake oil and whatnot but in these cases you know i'm, I'm sure there is that stuff too right yeah, but like of course. but like the, the scaling does exist there is you know some when you actually do experience it that's kind of why i'm 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 fascinated by chronos uh take here because he's just and, yeah, yeah, yeah he's... No, and there were some comments in the hd 600 video saying that the scaling was a meme i was like look man i i really believe that too until wait, i heard it wait until you wait until you try it's, it right? it's That's... one of those things like it's, i mean i think at the end of the day this this a lot of stuff you should this should be i think we're all very fortunate here that we get to try a lot of different things right and so it's just yeah. like instead of just going by what somebody says online and i know it's not always easy to come by this stuff and again which has been very fortunate to all have this opportunity to listen to stuff it's just don't knock until you try it man and don't knock somebody yeah. else's opinion as well it's like just yeah you know Take it for what it is that's someone have else's some opinion. Faith, you know <laughs> yeah all that is left is tubes you're right true story that's the next, that's the next <laughs> so, actually that's actually something very funny right i was talking to somebody else about this and if you look at all like the 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 people that have been in the the audio file realm for a long time what do they all end up with like majority Purple cables. Purple cables oh, and okay. tubes. <laughs> but no, like, it's funny. Like, I was, I was talking to a bunch of people that have been in the hobby forever, and, like, it's, like, a majority of them end up with tube amps. is like, their primary listening setup. So, yeah. I mean, take that for what it is, too. So it's kind of funny, too. All the people that come into the hobby, they all start with, like, oh, it measures perfectly great, and it's a $200 deck amp. And then that's and then as they progress, it seems like, oh. And they well, slowly... I think that's because over time you develop your 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 sort of preference, right? It changes. Oh, yeah. So, like, minds change. And you end up, you, at first, I think we all seek what's most impressive. Mm -hmm. We start going towards most impressive we think is the most clean, neutral, whatever. And then we end up with what we really believe is the most enjoyable. Mm. Right. There's getting it right, and then there's getting what I like, and those yeah. don't, those aren't too necessarily the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They're not. They're, yeah. <laughs> also true. Uh, I mean, there's things that get it right and are yeah, know, for yeah, sure. of course. But, like, but, yeah. but you're never gonna get a good response out of a measurement of a tube amp. It's just, it's just not possible. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this is a case of necessary and sufficient conditions. Yeah. The one person there, there's one person in the chat who will get that. <laughs> but um, yeah um uh. I guess, um, well, yeah. I was going to say about the, the, the clear and the fonder. I, uh, so like, I tend to agree um, with the low impedance stuff, but I also find that the clear and a lot of those, like, let's say highly detailed, but low impedance headphones, they, they do um, change a lot. Like I said, change a lot more, but they do. Um, the difference I find is quite strong in the, with the DAC. Um, mm. I noticed that more in many in many cases than the difference in the amplifier, um, and it used to be the other way around, but that's because I was using higher impedance headphones. So I think really that, like to me, is kind of a I don't know I don't know if it's a necessary thing, but it's a trend that I see, where you know highly revealing uh, also like with the HE one thousand SE and stuff like that, mm -hmm. highly re revealing or highly detailed headphones that might not be high impedance, they still do change and they mm -hmm. do still do scale. It's just that they don't scale the same way as high impedance headphones do off of amplifiers. That's that's something I've noticed as well. Yeah. Um, and sorry, I, yeah, my final thought is, um, yeah, that basically. And I love the LCD XC. <laughs> no, that's, <it. laughs> that's, that's my final thought. <laughs> uh, final thought for the show. I think uh, mine is, is um, 
I think go out and experience. Uh, don't let other people color your experiences. That's my final thought. Go True. forth and do your own experience. Don't and do your best to you know find it for yourself and see what it is for yourself. If you can get the opportunity to try something, try it. Um, but and, still learn things and, and keep learn. an open mind. Constantly be learning. That's the other thing. Keep yes. an open mind. If, if you <laughs> stop learning, then what's the point, right? That's my one of my biggest things. If you stop learning, what's the point? Like you should be constantly yeah. learning and constantly upgrading your thoughts and, and feelings about things. And, and it, you should be able to change your mind. I think that's the other thing. Don't hold someone accountable for changing their mind. That means they've been enlightened to something else or they've, you know, like there's something that came along and made them change their mind. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. Well, not always. Yeah. <laughs> not, not always. <laughs> but, but like, you know, let people have a change of heart or change of mind. Like that's another thing, big takeaway for me. Um, yeah. And don't take it seriously. That's another thing. God, it's a hobby for crying out loud. We're all here to enjoy music. Let's have fun. Have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, on that note, I do want to announce that we'll be having a live stream with Head Audio and they will on September 24th and they will be giving away a head to phone and uh and uh, we're also going to be giving away an amplifier with it um we haven't decided yet which amplifier because we want to make sure that it's like the the right system to to power it because well th that's an example of something that doesn't do very yeah. well with the magni you, heresy or yeah you know <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a special uh, case definitely. yeah it's a special case Sorry, so I'm, I'm um, doing my best camera conspiracies. no no it's, it's uh, <laughs> You got to, yeah. is there a squirrel nearby? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. I'll be posting a video here shortly with, um, with a link in the description for a sign up sheet. So you guys can sign up for the giveaway. Just uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. And I will be giving more information shortly. And once that goes live, I'll post it into HeadFi too and, and into the forum and stuff. Wicked. Yep. Anyways, that uh, that does it for us, guys. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Sayonara. <laughs>